from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to Superiority Complex, everyone. The Superiority Complex, we're damn good, too. <clears throat> but you can't just be any geek off the street. <laughs> Got to be handy with a mic, if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Speaking of geeks off the street, we what? got... <laughs> Does anybody know what that's from? Not even yeah, I'm no. trying to think. That sounds really uh, familiar. Don't, uh, is that uh, Young Guns? No. No, don't tell it's me. It's not Young Guns. Don't no. tell me. Don't tell me. Well, it might be off of... Uh, it, might be a, uh, it might be a parody of it. I am quoting, of course, Regulators by Warren G. I thought they were sampling stuff from Young Guns. Maybe. Maybe they, maybe they took that from Young Guns. I haven't seen Young Guns in years. Like when they say... Uh, Regulators, mount up. Mm-hmm. I think that's from Young Guns, wasn't it? Is that what it's from? I always assumed they were sampling Young Guns. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. What was that? That was um, Kiefer Sutherland and... Uh, Maybe they, is that what it is? I don't know whose voice that is. but I always, Google that, please. I always assumed it was Young Guns. I never knew that was a sample from Young Guns. What's it called? You, you just educated me. Mm. Well, what are we looking if at? I'm right. <laughs> if I'm right, I educated you. Uh, oh, what's the song? They'll start, regulators. So they'll say. Warren G. So he'll, they'll say, right. Yeah, it, Regulators a, by Warren G. So it'll say who they sampled it yeah. from. Regulators yeah. mount up. It was a clear black night. Full white moon. Uh, neat dog. Yep. Featuring Nate Dow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys know this song? No. You guys don't know? Oh, pause it. Right now, we're going to listen to this song, and then we're going to come back. No, I'm just kidding, but you should listen to that song. When they put on rap at work, that, that plays like every time they put on the rap station, that, it a, plays. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's a, and everyone gets all excited. They're like, hey. hey. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that's Young Guns, that's, isn't that's it? That's a West Coast classic. <laughs> I'm like, that's West. Sing that's, it. That's sing Young Guns. Me. Sing it for me. Rap it for I me. just did. I just did the whole thing. You just said it was a, a clear black night, full white moon. Yeah. That whole thing, damn good, too. I'm not saying <laughs> recite it, like rap it. Oh, me. I can't. I'm not a rapper. But the line, yeah. that's the line. Young Black Knight on a boom. Yeah. Oh, you want to do like a lounging? It was a full white did, moon. Did Richard Cheese ever do it? <laughs> that <That'd> great. <laughs> damn good, uh, too. You, you, you don't know regu- regular? You've heard this before. I probably have. See, this is the thing for me. I've probably heard it, but it doesn't mean I remember it. Let's, uh, let's get sued. Here we go. <laughs> you just cut it out. Regulators. We regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steal, if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mona! It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. G was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the E so I could get some phones rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Come on, man, that is classic. Yeah, you know that. See, Come that's on. all you had to do. Jeez. You, you gotta give me they gotta give me the chorus. You don't give me the intro. Yeah, you gotta know the intro. You gotta know every every lyric. Okay, well, if I got to know, doesn't mean I do know. Because I can't write. Everything I come sounds comes out sounds like this. Here is a jam for all of the fellows. <laughs> you doing beat poetry? Trying to do what those ladies tell us. I said, a get hip shot hop. down, a hippie, because you're overzealous. A hippie to the hip hip hop, <laughs> and you don't stop the rock until the bang bang boogie. Said, Play hard to get to the rhythm. Females get jealous of the boogie they beat. Okay, smarty, go to a party. What you see is not a test. I'm rapping to the beat. Uh, yeah, that is a terrible song. 
No, it's a great song. It is a terrible song, but it is very popular. It's it's it is both a good song it's and not popular. a good song. It's you know what you're right. It's not good. It's great. <laughs> it is great. If you ever if you watch uh, hip hop evolution, it is, it is like they, five minutes too long. They, they, well, if you watch hip hop evolution, they all, all the like hip hop guys talk about how that song was like super popular and they just all hated it because it was like three guys that weren't in the hip hop scene. They were just like signed to do that because they they talk about my man Hank. How can you be a rapper named Hank? Can you give yourself a name? I may be wrong. wrong. I may be wrong because I looked up the movie and there's usually they would mention that it's been sampled. Yeah, I don't think it's. I think they just say it. Who did the song? Uh, Warren G. Featuring Nate Dogg. Double G. I mean, some artists won't tell, necessarily tell you what they sample. Well, it's all, it all goes back to but Paul's boutique, it. John. But you'll hear it. It's What's simple. that? It all goes back to Paul's. We've been talking about Warren G for five minutes. How about that? How's that? How about that, guys? First five minutes so far. After a rip ring start, uh, Justine, uh, what's your favorite rap song? Think about it. Okay, <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back. It's a, that's a tough one. I don't think I can pick one. Oh, we do have a question of the week from Besotted Geek. Are you ready? Yep. Ready. Besotted Geek, our friend Stork over at Besotted Geek mm-hmm. Pod. Yeah. The Besotted Geek podcast. Get your drink recipes and get your uh, your Star Trek uh, fix over there. Besotted and your Geek. contrary beliefs. Yeah. Be- beautiful. Beautiful. He wants to know. Who is the best uh, Star Trek captain? Who is the best Star Trek captain? We'll answer that at the end of the show. This week's episode brought to you by Besotted Geek. For all your Besotted Geek needs. What's wrong, Justine? You look very uncomfortable. Are you okay? I'm just holding myself up. So Justine wore uh, uh, slick pants today. And uh, and then she's and our chairs are metal. Our chairs are metal. Gonna slide right out of it. (sighs) We offered you a plastic one. That's all I need to say. Do you want the plastic one? I'll get up and we'll switch. Do you want it? No. Do you want it? No. Oh, you're wearing like a is it like a parachute pant? Is that what it is? Kind of. What kind of pants? What's the material? It's like the MC Hammer pants. I'll get just uh, Patrick being a very a gentleman. I don't want it. I already said I don't want it. It's here if you need it. It's for her purse. There you go. That's a nice purse. Thanks. Yeah, that Uh, purse needs a chair. mm Mm-hmm. Purse has its own chair. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really it's a Louis Vuitton. For those of you don't know, uh, Justine is head to toe Louis Vuitton. (laughs) Yeah, my silk pants. Yeah, (laughs) my silk Versace pants. Yeah, yeah. She's wearing yeah, she's wearing a Louis Vuitton jumper, plain metal chair. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the song starts with a red introduction referencing dialogue from the film Young Guns. Ah, you you were right. You were right. There you go. Wasn't an actual. The more you know. The more you know. I didn't realize. I saw Young Guns once back in the eighties. Wasn't great. And there was even a sequel, Young Guns (laughs) Two. I think. Yeah, they they weren't great. It wasn't Tombstone. That's the thing. If you've seen Tombstone, you're like, "Mm, this ain't Tombstone. (laughs) Yeah. Had a good cast though. Had all the Brad. Yeah, it's an all star cast. That might have been the problem. Why are you looking at me like that, Justin? Give me a I'm look. still trying to think of what my favorite rap song is. So that's a lot of pressure. It is. There's a lot. Well, you know, then we go, is it rap or is it hip hop? There's that distinction. You know? Well, what differentiates rap from hip hop? That's that's a question. That's a whole show. That's a whole show. We could we could speak for hours about that. Is that is a question that many people have tried to answer. And is mm-hmm. there is there a difference? It's like what's the difference between an MC and a DJ? Or MC and a rapper, I'm sorry. The DJ spins the records. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. But, I right, think right. the one of my favorites that the rapper did was put his name in the song. And it would be Drop It Like It's Hot. Oh, okay. I was like, really? We're singing his name now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. 
Uh, yeah, there's a lot of this. A lot. There's, there's you a can't lot. answer it till the end of the show. Safe. No, that was you a no you question. Can, you can answer the whatever. other answer, question was about the, which captain. Yeah, that's, oh, your end that's of the, the end of the show. Oh, that's a different question. What's, I forgot already. What's your that favorite starship? That was just his captain? question. That was, I was just asking. You're just asking. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, we were just asking. I, I know little... who. To, I know who to ask. I'm not going to ask John. Why not? No offense. Why not? Because I don't your think you're, you should ask John. I'm curious. I don't think you're into the deep cuts of hip hop. You couldn't. Baby got back. You didn't ask me. You wanted me to. You wanted me to rap Warren G for you so you would know what the song was. Yeah. I know the song now that you that, right, that I heard that I heard the chorus. Like, I'll bite. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bla- Black Eyed Peas oh, is no. <laughs> Well, if it's anything off the first two albums before Elephant Elephant was be- really before good. Before Fergie joins. Yeah. Uh, Black Eyed Peas aren't bad. No? I think Elef, Elef, was Elephant the first one that they had? First I, one? I, I, I don't you know, I, you, I, I am not up on the Black Eyed Peas. I'm not going to lie. That, okay. <laughs> that is a blind spot for That's me. fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would probably... Uh, it's, it's tough. I mean, for me, the old school hip hop does it... I'll tell you what, one of my favorite to this... I don't know if it's hip hop. Uh, it's not rap. It might even be considered electro. But I have a soft spot for Jam On It by, by, uh, by Nucleus. With the little voices in the back. You know what I'm talking about? Well, you have all the 80s rap, and it's yeah, so yeah. questionable in that time, because it gets well, really funky. Just because it's 80s? Well, but then we have Run DMC. We have, yeah, you, know, you have that, but you we also have, Public have that Enemy. funky... Yeah, up to like 85, it's like there's like a different... There was I, a song I used to like called... Um, the cars that go boom. Oh yeah, we like <laughs> we're Tigra and Bunny, and we like the, the boom. boom. Oh yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> when I was little, I loved that song. We I like the it. cars. The cars that go I boom. Hate that song too much. We are Tigra and Bunny, and we like the boom. So Come on, but that's not really. I don't think that's that's no, the sort not. of like dancey. Yeah. Well, rapping like what like what rapping hip hop is just like what how yeah how do you even categorize it because now it's so. Now rap See, is w- so vague. I would consider like one of my favorite bands, Beastie Boys. I mean, uh-huh. they cover a lot, but I would consider them more hip hop than rap. Although right. they do rap, they're more MCs than DJs because MCs, I feel, the job of an MC is to get the party started, right? <laughs> right? Right, right? And a rapper let's get just, this party started. <laughs> yeah. And a rapper raps. Like I consider Ice Cube a rapper, right? The Beastie Boys rap, but I don't consider them. Rappers, I consider mm-hmm. them MCs. Public Enemy? Public Enemy, that is rap. Mm-hmm. Chuck D. Chuck mm-hmm. D is a poet. Let's just say that. Bring, a, the, bring a, the noise. A, a warrior poet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, Snoop Dogg? Now, uh, I, that's a rapper. Yeah. But also a little bit of an MC because, mm-hmm. See? I mean, it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. You know what I'm saying? Lin-Manuel? Lin-Manuel. Fuck. Lin-Manuel is just a, get him out of here. No, no, but he's a student. Uh, he is a very... If you That's listen where to, he pulls all of his stuff if from. If you listen to Hamilton, that is as much of a history of hip-hop as it is of rap. And it, it, that's or of, of U.S. history. That's why everybody raps in a different style. That's why George Washington raps in a different style. Than, and then that's why James Re- Reynolds sounds like uh, Ice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see. Uh, I mean, music in general is pretty hard to categorize It is, now. it is. I mean, it's easy to say this is rock or this is this is you know jazz or this. Yeah. That's easy, but then even but then the lines get blurred. But as soon as you start to get into those subdivisions, it sure. just becomes this absolute mess. I mean, hip hop's its own thing, and then under that you have I think I feel like rap falls under that. I feel like there's other stuff. There's some electronic. There's like I, there's some dance music I would consider hip hop where there's no uh, vocals at all. 
I think hip hop is a type of rhythm. I think that for me mm-hmm. is a certain beat. It's a way of life. Well, that too. I mean, I live my it's life. A lifestyle. I live my life one quarter mile at a time. We all know that, guys. And family is always first. People have been arguing <laughs> categorization forever. Sure. Like when rock first started, is that R and B? Is that uh, race music? Is yeah. At all these labels for it, is it R and B? Is it uh, is it rhythm and blues? Is it rock? Is it rockabilly? Is it you mm-hmm. know, yeah. And now it's like, is it indie? Is it progress? Is it prog rock? Is it is it emo? Yeah, emo. It's like <laughs> screamo. Emo, screamo, metal, heavy metal, punk, death metal, ska, power metal, alternative, ska, Ugh. alternative. You know, uh, one time Nick Lowe was being um, interviewed, and they say, "Do you consider your music alternative?" And he says, "Yeah, it's the alternative to music that sells." <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. That Isn't is, that great? That the is, great Nick Lowe. The great John. Where can we find some Nick Lowe? Where, what should we look for? Oh, it's all great, especially the first uh, three albums. Uh, Pure Pop for Now People and uh, Cruel to Be Kind and Nick the Knife. Nick the Knife, what a great... uh, Nick the Quick, I know Nick the Quick. And a great producer, produced The Damned. He produced the first punk rock single by The Damned, uh, New Rose, and he produced Elvis Costello's first four albums. So not only is he a great recording artist, he's a great producer. There you go. Sometimes that happens a lot. You get it. Oh, yeah. In the rock, in the rock, <laughs> happens in hip hop too. Yeah, they end up be- yeah. becoming producers. Well, look at garbage. Three fourths of garbage, they're all producers, except for Shirley Manson. They're all producers. What happened to Garbage? You know, they put out an album like every eight years. <laughs> so it's like, I respect it's like, ah, oh, they're just about ready. Yeah. I respect that. Hey, it's, Justine, did you do your homework this week? What did you watch? I started in the Heights. How was it? That thing's long, so I took a. I have like an, another hour to go. Was it good? It's two and a half hours long. Yeah. Well, and they're all based point, on they're all well, based on Broadway shows. And I started about. at like eight, so I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Like I just have to pause. Was now. it good though? Good energy. Good good songs. Good. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I left on a sad note, so I'm just waiting. <laughs> oh, okay. That's in my mind, it's still pretty sad That's until I get the rest of yeah. it in there. But um, the guy that plays um, Dr. Dre is in it, mm-hmm. and he's a main character in it. So it was nice to see him sing. Oh, okay. And you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, uh, in uh, Straight, Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't, you don't forget about Dre. Uh, <laughs> you don't sleep on Dre. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was good, though, was it? I mean, well, wait till we get the whole... Yeah. Did you, are you, how are you caught up with Loki? How's Loki treating Loki's you? Loki's good. Mm-hmm. Patrick was smiling a lot. I don't know why. He wouldn't tell me. I feel like he knows something I don't know. Secret. Okay, I haven't watched uh, episode two or three. So, from all the interviews that uh, Tom Hiddleston has had, in a like three of them that I've watched, I've watched more than that. But out of three of them, he said the episode to watch is episode four, okay. which is next week. So I'm just he said s- it's a whole game changer from that point. So, so. I skip. I'm just going to skip ahead to episode four. All right, mm-hmm. perfect. Just kidding. A few of them have asked which is your favorite episode, and he said four each time. How's uh, how's my boy Owen Wilson over there? He's not in this last one. <gasps> wow. 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 He's already dead. Is he really? No. Wow. Hey, Matt, you haven't watched wow. it yet? <laughs> You're two episodes behind, yeah, he right? Di- yeah, he dies in episode two. He's done. I don't know why he's in the previous. Yeah. <laughs> it's Marvel. They can bring him back as a something <laughs> or other. You know? He was such a great character. He'll be back as Agent Coulson. Wow. Mm-hmm. He finally got his jet ski. Yep. What? Wow. <laughs> Wow. What if you put Owen Wilson with uh, Hugh Hauser? Hugh Hauser and Owen Wilson. That's amazing. Wow. 
What? That's amazing. What? Wow. <laughs> they would have been too good. That would have been a, a combo for the ages. And then you put in Keanu Reeves. Whoa. Uh, Justine, did, we watch, Whoa. did you wow. watch anything That's else? That you just watched In the Heights? You half watched In the Heights for us? Very disappointing. So you're not, you're not fully In the Heights. You're like halfway In the Heights. I'm like... Driving up to the heights. Yeah, you're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little past it. I'm a little past it. You're, it's two and a so half. you're parking in the heights. I'm an hour and a half in. You're okay. parking in the heights. I see. Right. Yeah. Right. Patrick. I have gotten no reading done this week. I'm sorry. Patrick. I'm, I'm behind. So, I'm so disappointed. Yeah. I've been busy. Life's been crazy. Listen, we all have stories. We all have experiences. Well, and I wasted my time re-watching the whole thing. So. <laughs> That's not a waste of time if you Marvel enjoyed it. Things. Well, I rewatched it. <laughs> Was it good, though? What are you rewatching? I started with Thor Ragnarok, then I jumped over to what is that one called? Infinity. War. Uh huh. Infinity War. War. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at Endgame, which I didn't really want to watch, but it's fine. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because it's so long. You just don't want to cry again. Hmm. No, I was okay. That's fine. Did you cry in, in Endgame when? Uh, I'm sorry, in Infinity War when? Spider Man. When Petey. When Petey. I still remember in the theater when that child just screamed out of nowhere, No, not Spider Man! Oh, wow. Man. That kid left in tears. They're like, We're doing something right. Yeah, good. Yeah. Poor guy. Hey, listen. Poor, I didn't see guy. Luke get his hand cut off. This kid was going to be fine. Well, when you rewatch it, you're like, This is dramatic. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> you're like, So dramatic right now, but it was all right. Um, I might go back and watch. Um, Captain America now. <laughs> it's just like catching bits of pieces. I'm like, oh, I want to continue the story. Now. I feel like Captain America has the best arc. Because I watched Thor Ragnarok, and then when it got to, because all I wanted the quote that was playing in my head over and over, and I wanted to. See I know it what was, it was. Hey man, no. we're gonna jump on the spaceship no. and. He's like, "What are you, the king of, or no, the god of hammers?" Like, <laughs> and I wanted to see that scene, so that's why I watched Thor Ragnarok, and then I wanted to see the people died after they got on the ship, mm. so I had to watch Infinity War. Then you couldn't finish that story, so now I'm in. Yeah. But anyways, Captain America had a little scene in there, and now I want to watch Captain America. Yeah. It's just kind of taking me everywhere. Yeah. Well. And it's nice that. Um, Disney Plus put it in order. Yeah, you can watch it in they have release it in order, order or in yeah. chronological order. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of nice. Are the uh, Spider Man movie on there yet? Are they the two Spider Man? Spider Man. I don't know. Far from home I and uh, seeked it out, but yeah. this is my first time seeing it. Because that's a separate deal with Sony, right? Yeah, they're part of the same story, but it's yeah, and they're not playing. Sony the, owns them. They're not playing the Hulk movie either because Disney. Oh no, Universal owns a piece of that. You know, guess what. That's you, why they didn't do a standalone. You don't have to watch. You don't it. want to have to watch the Hulk. Movie. Hmm. You shouldn't. I kind of like it. that one, but you it know? doesn't really. There's not too much. The last two seconds, I think, ties in. There's not much in that movie that ties into the whole yeah. 20, twenty-three movie arc, which is kind of sad. It's just the last little addendum. I think he's in the bar and mm-hmm. he, he runs into the general. Yeah, Barney Ross. Barney Rubble. runs into, um, I guess, uh, Tony Stark. Yeah, Barney Rubble. Barney Rubble. But mm-hmm. I've always liked that one. All right. I thought Ed Norton did a good job. Well, you're a big Hulk guy. You're a fan of the Gray Hulk. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You read the old ones and he's gray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were going for like a Frankenstein effect. Yeah. I just watched them where he's like, ah. <laughs> 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 like, I love that. 
They're like, go smash things. And he goes, ah. <laughs> Mark <laughs> Ruffalo. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo's great, though. You know, he is good. He's, he's the best. He's and by the time he came on board, they'd perfected the CGI. The problem with watching the old Hulk movies is that, you know, the CGI still looks like you're watching a, a video game. I don't think they perfected it when he was in his Iron Man suit, though. Uh, what was that? Oh, the uh, what they call the, the Hulkbuster? The big, big one. He looks the, I, again when I watched him, like he looks stupid in that. Who is that? The Hulk? Oh, uh, when uh, Bruce Banner in it. Yeah, didn't you look see, real. Just you looks, see just oh, his head, and it looks yeah, separate. It just I, looks I, so yeah, I, yeah it doesn't so, make sense. Yeah, the head, the head doesn't look right. They, they, the just, scale, yeah, the scale it's not the scale. Yeah. yeah, just a little bit of effort. And it's supposed to be a sad scene because they're like, oh, we just lost vision, and like these people, and you're watching him, and you're like, this is distracting because it looks horrible in the corner. Yeah, they probably even with as much money as they had. You know, think of the, those battle scenes. They've probably got like 50 people moving at the same time. They're like, all right, if his head isn't quite right in the suit, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, nope. though, it was sad to see Wanda and Vision and, you know, her seeing him die. Yeah. Because I was like, ooh, that's I know. What, no, no, I you know, know how bad you feel. Yeah. But then you also watch the scenes and you're like, you're badass. Come on. She had to. She you had could to have, do she more than this. But she doesn't know. But she doesn't know she's a badass. But that, isn't, that a, isn't that a metaphor for a lot of women you see trapped in a stupid relationship or something? Or women who are down on themselves, and you're just like, you're so much better than this. She can go. And no, this is not a metaphor. <laughs> I'm just saying, how many people do you know? You're like, and it, ha- it happens to women more than men, yeah, where you're like, dude, you're so much better than this. Yeah, dump this loser. <laughs> Get out of this thing. Get out of this I mean, thing. You're a badass. Like you don't need too. to date some guy with some red shirt, <laughs> some red SpongeBob t-shirt. I mean, Who you're going to be candy. an engineer. Gives you what candy. is he doing with his life? Get out of this thing. <laughs> yeah, you have the cats, but they like you better anyway. You know, you just want to like. Just get up and leave. They'll follow you. They'll follow you to that car. I just stick up for Patrick. He looked like he was taking a beating. And I was not. Patrick, that was not direct. No, I know, I'm just, no, I'm seriously saying that. Though. I'm good. But yeah. you're right. You're right, Jake. You bring up a good point. Like, yeah, she had to earn, understand that she was a badass. Mm-hmm. She had to get to that point, and that's what. In the end, that's what WandaVision. It kind of made you when you watch it. You're like, man, if they just killed him off sooner, then she could have been badass and just ended it before even got any further than that. Yeah, because she is now. You realize. How yeah. powerful she is, yeah. She could have put them all in her little world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just watching the whole thing, like, you should just blow up right now and she, just she get everybody. She could, have that, she could have done that to Than Than. That's my nickname for Thanos. Than. 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 Oh, that's the other one I watched. I ended up watching Galaxy of the Guardians because I felt like the same Galaxy music. of the Guardians. Galaxy of the Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy is what I said. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we know what you meant. But I was listening. But I wanted to listen to music, so I started mm-hmm. watching that. I love those Infinity War Avengers. It's good, good movie. <laughs> but it just made War me realize stars. how much I love Gamora. Gamora's War stars hope badass. Yes. There's a lot of uh, badass uh, characters in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but Gamora's always a badass. Most of which, most of the most powerful ones of which are usually women. Mm. Yeah. Captain Marvel? Yeah. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Black Widow? Uh, Scarlet Witch? Yeah. Storm? Storm, mm-hmm. Phoenix, Pepper Dark Pots. Phoenix, Pepper Potts, yeah. <laughs> Squirrel Girl. That annoys me, man. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Yup. Pepper Potts. Most powerful entity in the Marvel Universe. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel. Huh? What about Wasp? I said Shree. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, but, she's the smartest. No, I like, what so about? I, because I watched um, the second Galaxy of the Guardians. <laughs> Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. What is wrong with you today? The second Galaxy of the Guardians. <laughs> and she's holding up this huge gun and just shooting at her sister. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I do love, it. I'm like, this is badass. I, I do it. love that Lord Star that they have in that movie. The Lord yes, Star? Yes, mm-hmm. Patrick kind of looks, reminds me a little bit of Chris Pratt. A little bit. A little bit. Thanks, I think. You guys could be related. You don't like that? I think so. I don't know. All right. He's very Most handsome. Most white guys look alike. Wow. What's that? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> so why did you pick this one? Where, where did you do this one? <laughs> this one gave you candy. He <laughs> <laughs> said red or pink. And you're like, I like this guy. I said red. And he was like, here. And then he had one. What, what, what was Patrick wearing the first time you saw him? You remember? Oh, Our work, work uniform. <laughs> yeah, see, you do remember. Love you a man in a, uniform, you huh? You wore a black polo uh-huh, you and le- khaki pants. You left and you left. And I was like, yes. Yeah, that's yes. Really? This that is, is what sexy. I want. Yeah. Yep. A normal looking white guy. Yeah, yeah, just, business, <laughs> a business white boy. Yeah. The khakis did it for you. <laughs> khaki. Yeah. I do love me a that business polo. casual white yeah, yeah. boy. So that's your or secret. Or that golfer right there. <laughs> yeah. The khakis and the yeah, like, khakis and a polo. It reminded you of those Dockers commercial you loved as a kid. Uh-huh. A bunch of guys just standing around in their pants. Patrick's all, watch this. The look on Patrick's face. <laughs> Walking around in his fans. Yep, mm-hmm. like eye candy, and you're just like, oh, this guy is just. Would you drop stuff in front of him so he would have to bend down and pick it up? <laughs> oh my god, I dropped my box cutter. You know he never does pick it up. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first? Do you remember the first conversation you had? I'm not going to ask him because I know he doesn't remember. Um, I, maybe he was closing with me. I don't know. Yeah, and you're like, hey. We didn't really. I like those khakis. Hey, nice khakis. I knew him for a whole year before I dated him. Oh, wow. You're saying that like that's an accomplishment for you. Well, I'm just saying like, <laughs> like I wouldn't know our first conversation. Patrick remembers it. it what was it, word. Patrick? I don't know. I'm stuck on <laughs> apparently a basic white boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. BWB. <laughs> I'm a, B-dubs. I, I got no answers. Come on. You're not a basic white guy. You're a very artistic soul. No arguments. Nobody. Anybody else want to help out? No, I think you said it all. No, yeah, I think you summed it up pretty well. <laughs> that was the first conversation. He says, "Hey, I'm not just a pretty face. I'm an artistic soul." Yeah, Patrick, do you remember the first time you saw Justine? I'm sorry, I just can't get past it. I think he thought I hated him or something. Well, did you? I think you hate him now. <laughs> <laughs> he I probably think thinks said that. that. I think he said that to me once. I don't know. I get that all the time, though. Can't. Man. Yeah, you've said that. The people think you hate them. Yeah. And you're just I get it all like, the time. Yeah. Okay, uh, Patrick, you you skipped out on your homework. Yeah, sorry. But, but we still love you, Jake. What do you got? What do you got for us, Jake? Um, I'm, I'm expecting big things. Jake. Well, I mean, wall. So Patrick and I got there's a new game that came out for Wizards of the Coast called Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. And that is a vid- video game? It is a video game. Mm-hmm. It's a video game in which you play one of four characters from the compa- the, ha- the Hall of Companions, I believe. There's a long long series of books about them. Uh, and the game's kind of like action combat, hit buttons, do combos, do the stuff. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> is it really? I did not like it. Is it a, is it a lousy game, it, Patrick? It's a little rough. So, here, so here's the thing. Can you sell it? 
No. Is yeah, you digital? can sell it back to GameStop for like seven bucks. Is it digital? No, it's digital. Uh. I mean, you could try to get my refund, but here's the thing. Video game companies nowadays don't have to finish their game when the game's supposedly supposed to come No, out. they just sell you downloadable like, okay, content. We're gonna send we're gonna send it to you like eighty percent done and then over like the next three or four months we're gonna like slowly start to fix it after we've already made our money. That's how it is now. I know. Man. Back in the day, you only had it on a little cartridge or a little disc. Yep, that was it. You couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't make. You couldn't patch it. You couldn't fix it later. Mm-hmm. You had to. It had to be done right then and there. And any bugs that you have on there, it's stuck on there. It's for stuck all, on there for the rest of eternity. Yep. Unless you start putting out more copies, and then those copies are fixed, which some of them end up doing. But it it sucks for the for the consumer right now. The video game industry that is it's built that way. Uh, you see it a lot with, believe it or not. Uh, which, which is a great example, Call of Duty Warzone, which mm-hmm. is free, I get, but there you are buying, people are buying skins and bundles and weapons uh-huh. and all that stuff. So you'd think they'd want to put out a good product, but they don't. They put it out, and they have to, like, in for like the three first three weeks, it's a mess because there's just holes all over the place. People are hacking it. Mm-hmm. And then they have to throw a patch on it, and they nerf the gun. It's like, what, what are you doing? Just put out... Wait till it's done. Just yeah, just wait. Just wait. Don't tell people, hey, it's coming out this summer. When you putting it out this summer, it's like yeah, it's like seventy five percent done. I would understand if it was smaller companies, like the early access thing was what it was. What is what it was for? It's for those people who have a great idea. They don't have enough money to complete production, so they want people to buy into it early so they can kind of see the progression of it. That's fine. Yeah. As long as they know that's what they're getting no, into. If you buy it knowing it's early access, okay, it's not finished. They're going to work on it. That's one thing. Yeah. This game was set to release on June 22nd, 2021. I'm under the impression it's supposed to be a finished game. I'm not expecting it to be 100% perfect. There's probably there's always a little bugs here and there. Sure, you're going to download some patches. Yeah, and that's, and that's fine. But... When we were playing, we were just playing like the first level. You, you know, you go through this whole keep and you end up finding like a boss that's like two characters at the very, very end. We died. When you die, you res- when you respawn at a certain point. When you reach the boss, you respawn right next to the boss. We were in a loading screen, getting attacked by the bosses while the screen was still loading. We could not move. Or you could move, but you could not see anything. I would be so. <laughs> so mad. we're hearing we're hearing the stomping of us getting close to them, them swinging at us. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. And I just like, I'm running. You hear my footprints running. Boom, until I hit a wall. And I just keep running around the <laughs> arena until the screen loads. <laughs> just to make sure that we could God. that we could survive it. Because if you quit if you quit out early, you lose, every, you lose everything. Gee. Like any of the items that you got, all the money, everything that you found. Patrick, so it's pretty terrible? Yeah, but I mean, I didn't have high expectations. I was. I had moderate expectations. Was Who's the developer? To, you keep your expectations low. I was expecting it to function. It was funded by Wizards of the Coast. Well, the thing, one of the largest, one of the largest nerd industries. <laughs> well, they've gotten into board games too. And they do. They've gotten. They've gotten some flack for some of their board game stuff too. Because uh-huh. it's not completed. There's no pieces. Well, it's like no. <laughs> you just run out. Yeah. yeah. How do you point? screw up a board game? <laughs> the quality components. They're just pieces of paper with sketches. Or, on them. or the, the 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 game isn't. Very well developed. It's not. Mm. It doesn't play doesn't well. Doesn't seem like it was play tested. Like, doesn't yeah. seem like a good business model because eventually are people just going to go well to hell with it? This is not the mark of quality. Well, the thing about board games is there's such a short window for you to get your game out there and get it for it to gain traction. 
Uh-huh. There's a lot of games that just, you know, are kind of just a few people buy it and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of great games out there that it's just And for, video games are kind of the same came way. Out, came came out at the wrong you know, at the wrong time. Yeah. Uh was marketed just to a little bit to the wrong people and yeah. it would just kind of fall by the wayside. What sucks about we, I always have trouble with video games based on uh, existing properties that weren't video games in the first place. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like if they slap a name on it, that's why when something like Shadows of Mordor comes out and it's awesome, you're shocked. You're like doubly shocked. <laughs> that's a good game. Because it's a first of all, it's a great game. And second of all, hey, this is a intellectual property that wasn't based it was it was a book or it's based on the movies. But it's actually good. You know, there are there are Goldeneye obviously is the standard for that. Yeah. Right? And I mean But for every Goldeneye there's twenty, you know, Freaking pod racing Star Wars games, or you know, just really. <laughs> hey, that game was pretty good, though. You know, I mean, yeah, but I mean, you know, come on. When you go to the arcade and you sit in the actual pod racer, that, that's that's what it was meant for. It was meant for that. You don't get that anymore, do you? No, <laughs> no. There is a Star Wars pod right now. There's a there's an arcade pod that came out probably about five years ago, ten years. That one that they have, you see it at Dave and Buster's. It's like mm. two bucks. You sit in the pod, and it's, mm. it's really cool. I was. I loved the ones where you were sitting in like a Tie Fighter or a yes. X-wing. Yes, John. What do you got? What do you got for us, John? There is a new Edgar Wright movie opening Friday. What's it called? It's a documentary on one of his favorite bands, Sparks. Oh yeah, we. You know, we just. What's funny is I just listened to our episode with Rick Solom where we had Rick Solom in here, and you were talking about Sparks with Rick. Yeah, uh, it's one of his all-time favorite bands. He's been working on this documentary for years. And he got their cooperation, and there's a lot of clips, a lot of famous people talking about them, like Beck and um, that Amy Sherman Palladino, just all kinds of famous people that are into Sparks. And uh, it's it's going to be really um, – it's not going to be just old clips and clips of them now talking. It's going to go album by album. He's a, he's a self-confessed fanboy. He just always thought that they deserved – they've been around 50 years. He, he always thought they deserved a good uh, documentary. And for Sparks' part – They've been approached with documentaries, and they always thought, well, we're not quite ready to, to sum up our, old, our whole career in one movie, condense it into two hours. But they like Edgar Wright. They can see that he's really an amazing director, and they thought oh, cool. this might be a good thing to get in on. So they've been working on it for years. The thing that's – it's called the Sparks Brothers. So uh, okay. Because Sparks is two brothers, Russell and Ron Mayo, and they've been doing albums they, since 71 – you know, and they're still doing albums. Yeah, and they still play live, and they're very influential. But a lot of people have never heard of them. But a lot of people, they're kind of like a cult band. They're the ultimate cult band, you know. And they survive because they've done all different styles. In the seventies, they were doing what might have sounded like Queen or glam rock or Bowie or something or Roxy music. And then they've tried all these different styles. There was even like a, a period where they were doing sort of like a, stuff that sounded sort of like discoy or technoy, like with the Gior- Giorgio uh, Moroder. Okay, and then. Lately, they've been doing stuff. They did an album with Franz Ferdinand. Oh, nice. And they did albums with just like orchestrations. So they've done every style. But what the through line is that they're very witty lyrics, that they write very sharp, witty, funny lyrics. So that's sort of the through line. So Edgar Wright has been wanting to do this for years. He finally finished it. The thing I was not expecting is, so it opens Friday. All the ads say, in theaters only. Oh, wow. Now, when's the last time you saw that in an ad? In theaters only. Before the pandemic, right? 
everything says in theaters and Netflix or in theaters and HBO Max or in theaters and Disney Plus. This says in theaters only opens Friday. And then the thing I read this morning said in general release. It's not just the art houses. It's just in general release. I'm assuming that that's going to be in a lot of theaters. I hope. So, but that just knocked me out. I'm like, what? <laughs> Nothing just opens in a theater anymore, but I guess they're... Uh, what is because it's, Ed, it's Edgar Wright. I think that's the trick. People that don't know Sparks might go because it's Edgar Wright. What's the... There's a movie coming out that's just in... They only want... Oh, Dune. 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 They is that back. right? Yeah, they're not... He, is that going to be theaters yeah, only? Yeah, all theaters only, yeah. Is that gonna, coming out soon? It was supposed to come out this year, but they just pushed it back, I think. To, so that's the guy that did uh, the new Blade Runner, right? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, Dennis Villeneuve. Yeah, and... Um, the Arrival. God, I love The Arrival. Yeah. Holy cow, Good that was stuff. great. And I, li- I liked that uh, Blade Runner sequel. Yeah. It's one of the, that was a rarity, a, a sequel that really was almost as good as the original. Good stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. If you, I, I love Sparks, so I can't wait to the see Sparks this thing. Brothers. Yeah. All it's right. called The Sparks Brothers, yeah. Well, let us know if you go see it, and then... Uh, I'm going to look around and see where it's playing. Okay. This might be what gets me back into theaters. Wear your mask. Yeah. Just wear a mask. I'm going to put on my uh, hazmat Use suit. protection. Yeah, wear a mask. Don't eat popcorn. Okay. No sodas. All right. Uh, look at you looking right at me. No popcorn, you know. Mm-hmm. Got to take the mask off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll wear a uh, mm-hmm. I'll wear a um, a hazmat suit and a welder's mask and an exoskeleton and I'll have the popcorn loaded you into look, the mask and into my mouth. You look like a big daddy from Bioshock. It'd be cool. John doesn't know what that is. He knows what it is. All right, guys, just, we're gonna just take think the, of a big daddy and that's what it is. <laughs> we're, gonna take a, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break and when think we come back, daddy. we're gonna we have Digital Movie Club and it's it's a time for another. Uh, exciting edition of uh, I Should Have Known That, which is taking the audience by storm. People are loving Justine's... Uh, Justine, this is really becoming your segment of the show. Mm-hmm. Mr. Sillen? Just Mr. Your bad answer. Yeah, Mr. Failing. Yeah, Mr. Sillen. All right, guys. We'll be right back. Guys, welcome back to the Superiority Complex. We just took a quick break. Uh, we're all good. Uh, how was the bathroom, Patrick? Great. Good. Hope everything came out okay. It was perfect. Uh, I, I, I got Dodgers Loteria. Father's Day was last weekend. Like rivers of gold. Wow. <laughs> He's still going. Let me describe him to you. You sound like Cortez. <laughs> it was like, it was like amber like, waves of green. You sound out like there. Columbus lying to the <laughs> lying to the Spanish court. Your rivers of gold. Uh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Let's send everyone back. You just uh... <laughs> uh, Nicole gave me uh, my my beautiful wife bought me a version of Dodgers uh, Loteria. Loteria is a bingo style game that they play in Mexico. So I brought it today. We're going to play a quick uh, game for the kids. The winner gets what? What do you? What should the prize be? Uh, we get the right chips that Dignity. Patrick brought in. You get to be called Daddy. Okay, the winner. Yeah. Okay, so whoever, daddy. whoever wins get, is called Daddy for the rest of the show. According I hope to, it's me. According to Justin. Uh, so w- the way daddy. It is, everybody has a card with little Dodger images on them. Yep. And I have a deck of cards uh, that correspond to the images. And the first, I'm going to call these cards at random. The first person to get three in a row gets called Daddy for the rest of the show. Oh, God. Uh, can you just do me a favor? When you read off these cards, can you read off the top number in the corner on the left? <laughs> You don't need to. I know. You don't. That's the thing with Loteria. You never use the number. I don't know why the numbers are on there, but they aren't used. All right, here we go. 
There we go. Now, first card. And in Spanish, you do it fast. It's a very fast game. I'm not going to do that. That's number one. Oh, sorry. Here we go. Ready? Mm -hmm. Uh, La Michelada. La Michelada. La Michelada. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So are we calling out bingo or something else? You you could just say daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy. Daddy. Uh, Daddy. El Toro. El Toro, which is Fernando Valenzuela on the cards. El Toro. Mm -hmm. John's working on one right there. Mm -hmm. El Corazón. El Corazón. The heart. El Corazón. El Rojo Chingón. That's Justin Turner. El Rojo Chingón. <laughs> the fuck is going on here? El Rojo Chingón. I ain't got shit. Yeah, you have one. Fan. I have zero. I ain't got shit. El Rojo Chingón. Los Chingones. Los Chingones. There's a couple fans there. Got it. Los Chingones. Yeah. Los Homies. Los Homies. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> daddy. The Giants fan gets to be called Daddy for the rest the, of the, the dad. The man with daddy issues gets to be called Daddy now. <laughs> this is not going to help your situation. It comes full circle. Yes, it does. All right, Padre. Uh, speaking of which, the Dodgers lazy a, river. The Dodgers are having a rough time against the Padres right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, not as bad of a time as the poor Clippers are having. And when I say poor, I mean. Sorry, Clips. Um, maybe you shouldn't talk so much trash about your betters. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> your betters. Your betters. The Lakers are. All right, here we go, guys. It's time for I Should Have Known That, a trivia game about things you ought to know. You ought to know. All right, here we go. I don't remember where we left off, but let's just start with Justine because that's the funniest. Mm-hmm. Justine, who famously lived at 221B Baker Street in London? And you better know. Half the people are going to kill you in this room. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Oh, hey, how you like that? <laughs> Dr. Jack. Patrick, who was the I'm first? I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> say it correctly. Oh, d- <laughs> oh, that. Oh, daddy. Daddy. <laughs> daddy. Daddy, who was the first person to land in the European islands? I'm sorry. Who was the first European to land in the Hawaiian Islands, Daddy? Oh, I don't know this. I have no clue. Dumb it's daddy. not Columbus. <laughs> Dumb Daddy. <laughs> it's, is it Magellan? Negative. Damn. It's James Cook. James Cook. Fuck, I did know this. Did you, though? Uh, yes. Jake, who is the author of the James Bond novels? Oh, um, I don't know. Half the room is going to kill you. Cousin to uh, Christopher Lee, who played Man with the Golden Gun. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've seen every movie. Uh um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with his name shows up on the. I'm gonna screen, go with like, uh, Bruce time. Bruce Lee. Uh, yes. No, oh, Ian Fleming. Ian Fleming. John. Yeah. In what city did Jim Morrison die and was buried? Oh come on! It was Paris, France, I believe. Paris, France. That's right. All right, that's here we go. It's a knockdown dragout between Justine and John. Daddy's out. Oh, with count. We got that. We got that. Here we go. Oh hey. These must have gotten mixed up in the in the box. What's in the box? I mean, we might still get the other ones wrong again. <laughs> oh, here's who discovered penicillin in 1928. <laughs> Mr. I don't know, Justine, Sillen. who discovered penicillin? Dr. Sillin. I mean, to be honest, I don't remember the answer. Dr. Sillin. <laughs> I don't remember the answer. Yeah, me neither. I just remember. Um, I yeah, past, Mr. Mr. Yeah. Penis. Mr. Mr. Justine, what is the name of a, of a course that combines seafood and red meat? What is the name of a, Oh. 
Okay. Mm. What is the name of a course that combines surf and turf? Yep. No. Yes. 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 I said it. <laughs> she didn't believe it. Just cut the no off. She said it. <laughs> did you? Did you say? Did you? Were you second I guessing? I said surf and surf. Yeah. And, and then, then she I was went, like, no. no. Oh, I. Why? Well, but I, you already I congratulated me. It. Sorry. Uh, what is the name? I'm sorry, John. What is the address of the British Prime Minister? Oh. Oh, t- number 10 Downing? That's right. 10 Downing Street. All right. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Justine. And I ought to know that because why? Justine. Because it's in the game. It's, it's they also, talk about it on The if, Crown. Yeah, they talk about it all the time. And on Doctor Who. And the news. And if you ever watch the news. <laughs> the news from 10 Downing Street. No, the news scares me. Mm. Well, it should. <laughs> Speaking of scared, Justine, what's the nickname of the Manchester... Uh, United Football Club. What is the nickname of the Manchester United Football Club? Oh, you guys give me these sports one. This is shout out to our friend. Uh, wait, 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 say it again. What's the place again? Uh, the Manchester United. Damn it, I was going to say Football Manchester. Club. Manchester. Manchester. Um, yeah. The name of them? What's the, yeah, what's their, 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 the, what's their, basically, what's their mascot? What's the nickname? Oh, their nickname. Mm-hmm. It's red and yellow. Man U. I thought it was, it was red and white. I thought it was red and yellow. It is red. Well, is, I know it's red because the shoe's red. Is this from the lily pot? No, no but uh, I know she lives close by. It's a, a lion. No. Damn. It's a the, dragon. The red devils. Damn it. Devils. We just saw them in the game. Uh, John, what do H and O in the H2O stand for? Oh, God. Uh, hydrogen and oxygen? That's correct. John is the big winner. Sean is the big winner. So I want you all to call me Granddad. Yes. <laughs> or call you Pappy. Old Granddad. Pappy Sandy. <laughs> Old Pappy Sandy's. <laughs> I want you to call me Pappy Parker. We don't know. Why doesn't John, hey. John? John's face needs to be on some kind of snack. What's that? Your Ooh, face needs to be on, on some kind of drops. snack. <laughs> My uh, face seems to be on some kind of snack. It needs to be. Daddy snack. Ew. Yeah. Daddy yeah. snacks. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but... Wow. Well. Happy snacks. Maybe Uh, I put on the string tie. Justine, ask... uh, What's his name? (laughs) What's his name? You gotta fucking say it. I earned it. (laughs) I'm gonna avoid saying his name. I earned his shit today. Uh, All right, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's just not gonna talk to you for the rest of the show. Me and Daddy are gonna do a duet <laughs> on the old. Uh... <laughs> Me and Daddy are gonna duet on the I old uh, Digital can't. Movie Club team. Come on, Daddy. Uh... <laughs> Daddy. Oh God. Papa. Daddy. There we go. I'm gonna belt it today. Yeah. There we go. Wait. Belt. Let me get some water. Hold on. Belt it, Daddy. Yantan. 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 You gotta do da 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 da
Oh. All these customers are behind the glass going, what is that? Because you, even, <laughs> what's you going didn't on? even try to make it, what's going it, on it, it harmonize. Yeah. It does. You just stopped trying nope. a long time ago. <laughs> Welcome back to the Digital Movie Club. This week, uh, Daddy is going to clue us in on uh, on uh, Total Recall and uh, the Paul Verhoeven film from 1990. Take it away, Daddy. All right, this hour and 53-minute movie released on uh, 1930 on June 1st. We just missed the anniversary. Mm. Uh, with a 7.5 on IMDb and 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, streaming on Netflix now. Yes. Uh, with a budget of a whopping $65 million grossed, $261 million worldwide. Yep. This movie... Success. Was a, was a smash hit. Yes. Huge hit. Uh, um, probably, you know, it's funny, John, when you're talking about Blade Runner. Yeah. You can tell it's based on the same author. Right. Yeah. Kind of has a, it's like a poor man's Blade Runner. Yeah, you know what it is? It's not as, uh, there's no other way to put it. Blade Runner looks artsier. <laughs> yeah. It looks more artistic, yes. you know. It's adapted from the book We Can Remember It For You Wholesale. By Philip K. Dick? Yep. I think this thing, I was trying to look this up. This thing was in development for years, like more than 10 years. Somebody optioned it like clear back in the early 70s, and it just took forever. It went through all these different, uh, for a while, Dino De Laurentiis had it, and then he, you know, his company went bankrupt, so then it went to somebody else, and all these different directors. I think uh, David Cronenberg for a little while was signed up to do it, and uh, Rich, uh, Rich. I would have loved to see that. Yeah, yeah. And so it it went through all these different hands, and finally, you know, you're talking about like 20 years later, it gets made. So it might have been in development even before Blade Runner, but by the time it finally got made, it was like 10 years after Blade Runner. So yeah, I think you're right. I think a lot of people thought, oh, this is good action, but it's really the poor man's Blade Runner. Yeah, you know, it's just funny because Patrick it's more men- action. Patrick mentioned 65 million dollars, which is a lot of money now. Yeah, but uh, it- I, get, I definitely know why there's a reason why it costs so much. Why is that? The practical effects, because they use majority of the stuff in this film as practical effects. Mm-hmm. So they kept digital to a minimum. Almost all, like, there's a little bit of digital stuff. The x-ray machine, I think, is the only digital. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything else is practical effects, and it, that costs a lot of money. Yeah. But your end result is usually better. Uh, it looks great, the trains and all that, dude. and, you know, the, the, those, uh, those cityscapes. Yep. It looks great, and I think it might be the last movie that used practical effects. I think after... After this, it's the last big movie that was I, using practical effects. I think effects. The, the biggest drawback to this movie is because you're shooting on what's supposed to be another planet. There's a lot of interior stuff, a lot of interior, very little outside. But the sets, you you know everything's on a there's soundstage. There's no outside because there's no atmosphere on Mars, Mario. I know, but I, I know. It that's feels a, like a mall. That's, that's what I'm saying. It feels like <laughs> a, a mall. It feels like a mall. A like, lot of, it feels like a mall. And that's the mall. problem with Deep, Deep Space Nine yeah. and a lot of these other things is you feel like, like Logan's Run. You feel like it's all on a soundstage, so you feel like you're in a mall. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get that they kind of make that work because you're inside, like Patrick says, you're not outside. But you're right; it kind of gives it a certain feel. Yeah. It makes it feel cheaper than it is. Yes, it, they spent a lot of money on this movie, and a lot of it went to Schwarzenegger. He's a big star by this time, sure. Which is why none of the co-stars are big stars. They said we kind of like shot it all on him, and he's the one that optioned it. When D- Dino De Laurentiis lost it, he says, "I want to make this movie." He had been waiting. And Dino De Laurentiis didn't want Schwarzenegger, even though he'd worked with him in Conan. He says, I don't see you in the lead. This is supposed to be like an everyman, just a schlub. And then all of a sudden, he's a super, you know, super spy. And uh, as soon as Dino De Laurentiis uh, dropped it, Schwarzenegger called up his agent and said, can you get your hands on this? And then, you know, we'll make it. 
We'll oh, okay. Yeah. I want to do it now. Come we'll on. Do it now. But they said because uh, of the, the expense of just having Schwarzenegger, the, the other stars had to be. Well, the great know. thing is. Uh, but it works. The girls are great. Nobody knew who Sharon Stone was. She was fantastic. She was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, the great thing is the, you, this movie is both. Uh, you, it wouldn't have been as, as big of a smash like Patrick said. It's 220 some million, right? It like triples its money, almost quadruples its yeah. money. But. The drawback is you're not going to get that with an everyman, right? So you have to have Schwarzenegger. So this is alternately one of his better movies, but one of his worst performances because so much relies on him having to be this guy who's kind of trying to figure out what's going on. In it's a hard life. sell. It's a hard sell. Because he looks, he already looks like a super spy, even though he's just this schlub with the uh, jackhammer. Yeah. He already looks like he's something out of a superhero comic. And then you're, you're asking yeah. him to emote, and which is hard to do. Yeah. It's, it's kind of amazing. It's, it's one of his... Uh, it kind of works. It would work better if it wasn't him, but it wouldn't be the same movie. Part of the reason it works is because it is him. Yeah. You know, this so. is definitely his veiniest movie. This, <laughs> is, a lot of his- this is where he shows the most range. <laughs> like low guttural and then high guttural. Yeah. yeah. This is the movie, I'll tell you what, John, this is one of the first movies I can remember coming out of the theater and going, this movie did not, I, like, you know, I'm like 19, 18, 19. This was one of the first movies where I realized it didn't need to be that violent. I remember thinking to myself yeah. that, that, well, it was gratuitous. You know, that like it didn't yeah. need to be. I mean, this is a very juicy squib movie. There's a lot yeah. of very juicy squibs. A lot of people go, getting shot in the head. Yeah. I think you'd have troubles nowadays getting away with that. You yeah. know? They liked uh, inspiration from Robocop. Oh. Uh, well, Verhoeven did Definitely. that too, right? Yeah. It's All like the he, squibs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get, you know, you got to say Ronnie Cox is a great bad guy. Yes. He's even more hateful in this one than he was in Robocop. He is yep. really. Well, they blew out his hair a little bit, so that helps. But, but he, he is, he is really vile in this one. Yeah. You know, and that helps. You know, a lot of the, with a movie like this, the bad guy's got to be believable, you know? Yeah. So the movie was X rated. And they trim some of the excessive violence to get it back to an R. Yeah. Fuck, I'd love to watch that direct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what uh, didn't work? What I love about this movie, and we'll, we'll, I'll go around the table, but I'm just trying to think of, off the top of the head. The one thing I like is they get rid of Michael Ironside's character, who's the henchman, with no frills. It's like a fight on an elevator that's maybe like 30 seconds long. They don't draw it out, and he just rips his arms off. It's like, okay, great. <laughs> You know, right, right. Cool it's not, because usually the temptation is to just make it into this big operatic thing, and that is very much like, is it really going to happen? You know, here comes the. It's like, oh, there it goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Usually you'll duck out of the way. And... Usually they they give you like three false. Oh, is he going to get it? No, you know, yeah. this it's like a wrestling like, match. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and you know, it's you can believe his hatred because you know he uh, killed he, his wife. He kills his wife, so you go, yeah, this guy's really looking for. Payback. Yeah, sure. You know, when he finally says, yeah, let's kill him. <laughs> it's funny because Michael Ironside is always great in those roles. Like, he's not a great actor, but he's great in those playing that heavy. That's right. He's always so That's good right. at it. You know, yeah. kind of a, a kind of a, a you're right. Taciturn, just kind of like totally believable. Uh, you know, who I'm surprised he didn't get more play, who I thought was going to get more play at the beginning was the goofy poor man's Matthew Modine <laughs> with the uh, with the frosted tips. <laughs> I thought he was going to get more. Oh, with the glasses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a unique look. And uh, thought, yes, a very distinctive looking guy. Yeah, I thought he was going to be more into and He just kind of says a few things. And then, like, like Kurtwood Smith. You go, you know, Verhoeven has a way of finding people that look uh, uh, out of the ordinary. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Justine, let's talk about it. 
Where, how, how familiar were you with this? This is was this movie on a lot when you were a kid? Were you? Were, is your dad a Schwarzenegger guy? No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> some some dads are Schwarzenegger. My dad was a Schwarzenegger. He loved he loved Schwarzenegger. Uh, what uh, what what did you think of this? Had you seen it before? I've seen it before. I don't know when I've seen it. Yeah. I probably saw bits and pieces, and I've seen it in in total. But um, <laughs> did you recall it in total? <laughs> in total. <laughs> but I mean, it sticks in your mind when you see a three-breasted woman. <laughs> And I was just reading Lasting on here. Impressions. I was just reading that they were originally supposed to be four, but too they many. said it looked too much like a cow. That's too much of a handful. So yeah. they pushed it back to three. Oh, okay. But now were two of those hers, or were they all? It looked. Practical? It looked all practical. Yeah. It looked like she was just wearing like it a did. chest rig. Yeah. Yeah. But Man yeah, I mean, dream. it stays in your mind because everything's red and. I don't know. It was shot in Nevada, so everything being red makes sense. Everything was, they yeah. also shot in Mexico City. What? what? Where? Oh, it's all that concrete, right? Where? It's the. It's they the, said it was the way that they already had, like already the subway station. Yeah, and the subway station. They just, uh, yeah, they said it was the new brutalism. It had a name for the look of it. They just painted it gray. That whole subway st- station. Yeah, they, they changed the subways yeah. silver, and then they added a little bit more TVs. But they already had TVs in their subway system, so. Yeah, Pretty cool. Cool. Wow. Cool. And they said everybody got sick, except Schwarzenegger because he flew in his chef and he had meals from his trailer. Everybody else eventually was running to the bathroom. Everybody got sick. From they the said, water? Yeah, which happens in Mexico. They said everybody yeah. got it. Eventually, you you made sure you knew where the bathroom was because you were going to run. <laughs> going to be running to it. I think like I just haven't watched it in a while to remember the uh, Cueto, to remember what it was Guado. and what it looked like. and. I was like, this is just gross. <laughs> Pretty disgusting. Yeah. Just nasty and not done well. <laughs> you didn't think it was done well? You didn't no. think it was a good one? Well, it would be CGI now. And that well, was the like whole thing a, is, a rubber puppet. Yeah, all their old things look really stupid. <laughs> the one that never looked good to me was the head. When he the mask opens off. up and then it's, you yeah. can tell it's a robot yeah. Schwarzenegger head inside. That never looked I don't know why they don't me. just do regular head at that point. Because he's already holding it up. So you can already put his just normal head there. Yeah, that thing where it kind of fans out. Yeah. Yeah, and you can tell it's like a robot head, and it's Schwarzenegger with like a cocked eyebrow. Uh, the other one that looks terrible now, but at the time you didn't realize it was when he pulls the thing out of his nose. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. It that looks was, like a rubber that head. That 100% was yeah. just a rubber head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like rubber, a latex head. Rubber Schwarzenegger head. And I do love, but I do love all the, the, the ones where his eyes are bugged out, and uh, like when, they're, when they can't get enough oxygen in uh-huh. the and I like how they just returned to normal with no brain. I know. Damage. Everybody in the audience, when we went to see this, everybody went, so wait a minute. So Ronnie Cox's head blows up. But you think everybody goes, wait a minute. Once your eyes are like that far out of your head, how did they just pop back in? <laughs> yeah. you know? So everyone's all, that kind of like blew it. Everyone's like, wait a minute. How come the two of them go back to normal? I guess he shot out about a... <laughs> he was he was there a little too long. A little too long. But it's like, really? Well, what they I, just go back into your head? What I love is that the effect doesn't start... It does, the gravity doesn't affect them until they've stopped rolling down the hill. Right. Then it starts. It's like they roll down the hill. Because they're finally able to lay down. It'd be like the second you're out there. Now. <laughs> also, you're thinking, so this thing goes off, and so it gives the entire... Uh, planet oxygen and atmosphere. Wouldn't that take more than like five minutes? Yeah, it takes a few days. You know? <laughs> it would take a while, maybe even a month for yeah, yeah. it to, like, to settle in. Okay, now we've got oxygen. It's like, nope, everybody everybody in the bar is all, ah. Like, really? <laughs> this thing is just still blowing out of the mountaintop. You know? <laughs> it's, like, well, it's like a blast of it. Yeah, you know, 
It's like a blast. Of it's like someone, sh- yeah, someone shoots you with the little O2. Yeah. yeah. Did you like the Johnny Cab? <laughs> yes. Did you know who that was? That's Robert Picardo. Is it really? Yeah. The voice, anyway. That's hilarious. Hi, I'm Johnny Cab. <laughs> I didn't know that was Robert Bob Picardo. We, last time we saw him, he was in inner space. I'm an old cajon <laughs> from the Rio Grande. He's great. No matter what you put him in, you know, for how long, he's always great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Justine, so did, what, where do you, I mean, what, I, I don't even know. How do you feel about Schwarzenegger as a, as an actor? Are you a fan? Are as you an not actor. a fan? Brené stopped going to the bathroom to hear your answer. <laughs> <laughs> he's holding it. He was in the middle of peeing and he came out of the door. He yeah. opened the door. <laughs> What's she going to say? He's just another buff guy trying to act. Yeah. yeah. Another, he is the buff he's guy. He's the buff guy trying to act. He I would say first. that Stallone is also a buff guy. Yeah. Those yeah. two. That was that was the eighties. It's like you have the Rock, who's another buff guy. After ah, oh, he's by far the talent. The but most in the, he's got. But in the eighties, it really was Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. Batista. Yeah, yeah Dave Batista. He he's, was actually pretty good. He's. Passable, I actually like yeah. his so far. Yeah, yeah, in the movies, is he was great in Blade Runner. Oh, he was good in that. Uh, Arnold, cat, I just the, think was the just. Uber one. What was oh, the Uber uh, Stuber? Stuber. That I was a great Stuber. movie. Stuber. I just feel I like Arnold in this it's time bigger. is just everywhere. Yeah. It's kind of like watching... Like Lin-Manuel like how, Miranda. Like how Jennifer Lawrence is on all these movies <laughs> for a while. And you're like... Call him. Give somebody else a try. But it just feels like he's playing the same thing over and over. So yeah, he not, is. He pretty much was. <laughs> even yeah. when he did like Kindergarten Cop, he's the same guy. Yeah. Or Jingle All the Way. Yep. It's, just it's hard for... He tried... I know at the time he tried, he said, let's do some comedies. He tried to get some range. But he's just not a great actor. No. He's a personality. Yes. He's sort of like a force of nature, and it's, he's one of a kind. But he's he's never really a great actor. He's likable enough. He's a likable enough. Like you never get the sense that he's like, an asshole. An asshole. Like you're likable. He's likable enough that you can watch him and know and be entertained. But you know he's not a good actor. Yeah. You're never convinced yeah. that he's a good actor. But it's interesting that he saw the writing on the wall. He said, "I can't do this forever. So let's try some comedies." So they did Twins, and that was a hit. And then he did that other one, <laughs> yeah, Kindergarten right. Cop, which yeah. is funny. And he, but I thought that was interesting. He's a businessman. He's all, I'm not going to be able to be like, you know, like, you know, punching cars in, you know, when yeah. I'm at 50. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So, Justine, you're just not a, not a big, did you like the, uh, it's just like when I know he's on a movie, I'm like, oh, I probably know the time range of this film. <laughs> he was in movies that whole decade. Was there anything you took away from this that you were like, hey, I really, I really like this, or I didn't think I was going to, um, when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is what exotic means. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? The look of it or the? No, he says, I want an exotic girl. He starts oh, saying what he wants. And when demure. he gets to exotic, I'm like, what's exotic? Demure. Brown. Brown. <laughs> yeah. no, and said, I was like, oh, this is exotic. Yeah. He said athletic and demure and trashy. Okay. Well, you look now, you're like, that's exotic? You're like, come on. It's funny, that girl, the, I don't know her name, and I hate to just say that girl, but. You know, the, the, Thomas. It's the it's the girls in the Schwarzenegger movies that are almost disposable. Rachel Ticotine? Yeah. What else did she do? She was good. Uh, yeah, she was very good. Great. Yeah. She was great. also She was in very exotic, yeah. <laughs> Total Recall, Falling Down, Man on Fire, uh Fort Apache in the Bronx, Con Air, Critical Condition. Dang, she's been in a lot of stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, she's in a lot of stuff. She was good in this. Uh, it's hard to be. I mean, it's not hard to be good next to Schwarzenegger, but that that was kind of a but throwaway you keep role. Up with him. Yeah, that was a throwaway role, and she did a really good job. There's with a it. lot of. She's fighting. She's doing a lot of. You know that whole By scene the way, where she's fighting Sharon. Stone. Her and Sharon Stone yeah. really do look like they're fighting. My only 
qualm is that Sharon Stone doesn't look like she knows how to throw a punch. Mm. But other than that, I, I believed it. So Sharon Stone, during this movie, she pumped iron and learned Taekwondo. Yeah. It wow. looked like she was So nice. because of that, she was able to, they released the Playboy magazine during the movie's release mm-hmm. when she posed nude for it. Nice. Wow. It coincided. Yeah. So which issue was that? <laughs> 1990. <laughs> Sharon Stone, uh, it's so funny to see her so young. Yeah. And and again, not a lot to do, but she did she did well with it. I, I bought that role. I yeah, I guess the director saw that she can play these two roles yeah. and switch it. And that's mm-hmm. why he put her in Basic Instinct. Yeah. Ah, that's right. right. It's him directing Basic Instinct. That's right. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. All right. And Arnold was 41 in this film. Looks good, huh? Wow, in great shape for 41. <laughs> wow. Patrick, what do you think of uh, Total Recall? Is this one of your... Uh, one of your favorites, not your favorites, dude. It's a great movie. I'll tell you what, Patrick. I'm going to be. I'm sorry. I'll tell you what, Daddy. I'm going to be real honest you. with you. Uh, I did not like this movie when I first saw it. It was oh, not as a kid. It, it, yeah, it was like, eh. It wasn't my favorite because uh, of the eyes bugging out. I don't know. <laughs> but as, uh, upon repeated viewings, I've kind of appreciated it's, it more and more. If you want a movie that you can sit down and just have fun with. Yes. This is the movie. Yeah. Right. This yeah. is a, a popcorn movie that mm-hmm. you sit down, you enjoy yourself. You relax, you laugh at the ridiculousness, you appreciate all the special effects. Like, the yeah. special effects work in this, at times, can look a little ridiculous, but for the 80s or early 90s... Yeah, I do appreciate all the physical... That's yeah. and it's all physical effects. Like, I know uh, Quato you didn't like, but, like, that's still really impressive, and that's a piece of pop culture iconography that has lasted through the decades. Sure. This movie is... One of the like I the, I don't know why they ever redid it and did the uh, remake yeah, I don't know for why it. They did. It was okay, but like I this, never saw the remake. It was okay. It was Colin Farrell. Um, it was more uh, just a little, less broad. Yeah, less comic booky. And this one is just a fun film, and yeah. like it's yes, it's ridiculous. Yes, there are things that aren't plausible in here, but you're not watching it for that. You're not watching it because Arnold Schwarzenegger is the best actor in the world. You're watching it because it's fun. Yeah. Because you get those ridiculous dummy kills. You get those squibs all over the place. Like that's what this movie is. It's that's, a very moist. If movie. you a exactly lot of right, it's really moist. All the mutants are covered in some sort of slime. Yeah, yeah. Like you go into this film not expecting perfection. You go into it being like, I'm gonna have a good time, and it delivers. And it I was, delivers. It delivers. Yeah. I was one thing that I was never I, that I caught this time around that I never caught before, and I was wondering it. I'm I, I'm surprised they didn't do anything with it. The fact that he kept dreaming everything, but it was because he was it was it was implanted. Yeah, it was breaking through. Like he yeah. was breaking through. I, because they were. I thought they were going to go somewhere with the fact that all the mutants were psychic yeah. somehow. That maybe he had, you know, they yeah, did. He, a, they did allude to that. That that's why they had to do it the way they did it because these psychics always sniffed him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that's why they had to completely blank him out and give him a new. So yeah. I mean, what's not to love? You get a spy thriller in space with mutants <laughs> and a lot of deaths, a lot of explosions, and really cool special effects that are ridiculously fun. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Do you want to know what Arnold said yes. it was? He said it in an interview. He said it was like. Star Wars episode, A New Hope, Indiana Jones, and The Lost Ark, uh-huh. and Batman. Fuck mm. it, okay. 1989 Batman. Yeah, all right, fuck it. That's what he, I'll that's take how it. I'll he take described it. the film. I, I don't remember seeing a woman with three boobs in any of those movies. Yeah. I mean, at least they didn't like jiggle back and forth. Like That would have been gratuitous. This movie reminds me a lot of Running Man. Yeah. Running Man. Which I liked more at the time, and I yeah. switched. Yeah, I've kind of switched. So I've gotten older. Yeah, and it also reminds me a lot of 
there's always the scene, it, like the scene when they bust into the bar. Mm-hmm. Right, remind me a lot of uh, They Live when the cops bust in and they yeah. kill all the guys that are like, it, it, it kind of has a lot of yeah, that I mean, it's, same dystopian sci-fi. You can really enjoy this movie if you can appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. I, if you go in looking for the greatest thing in the world, it's not it. No, I love it more now. I do like it's it. Like just I said. It's fun. Yeah. Like, this is that type of movie where you can just have fun. Yeah. You don't have preconceived notions that the yeah. story is the greatest story you've ever heard or you haven't heard it before. This is another movie where I misquote because I always. I, I knew it was a terrible read, but I forgot how terrible it was because I would always say, You think this is the real Quaid? It is. But he actually just. <laughs> He doesn't it's even, even worse. He doesn't, he doesn't give it time to. You think this is real quick? It is. Like it's so. I mean, he doesn't it, know yet. It's not his time. He yet, doesn't so. have the timing down yet. He, he'll get. He does get there. Uh, I, how many takes do you think they went through? While him saying it the exact same way, they're like, "Fuck it." We're like, yeah, no, <laughs> fuck that's it, like the Simpsons. It. Up and at them. You know, it's like take fifty. Up and at them. Uh, close enough. <laughs> up and at them. Yeah. You suck, McBain. Uh, <laughs> it's like William. It's like William Shatner. They're just like, you know what? Fuck it. He's not. Gonna say he's it not differently. Gonna it. He's not going to do it differently. And I, do it right. I, I will tell you, I don't think it would work. I don't think it would be as much fun without him. No. If you put in a regular Joe Schmo, I think they would have probably gone a little bit more serious, and I don't think it would be as fun. No, do you want the list of names? Yes. Yes. Who Who else was... Uh, Christopher Reeves. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Hold on, I gotta go back to it. But I did like the whole uh, red pill part. I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> the red pill. Is it all I was like, the Matrix. Well, Who was that guy? Who was that guy who played with that the doctor? He was always good. He always turns up in Yeah, the what else has he been it's in? He's kind of a slime ball. Yeah, yeah. He's been in other things. I couldn't. Dr. Edge. Couldn't get his doc- name. Uh, yeah. uh, Can you find on. the name of that actor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, he turns up. He's always like, yeah, he's always like a two-timer mm-hmm. or a traitor or something. Uh, okay, really distinctive voice. Yeah. Jeff Bridges. Roy Brocksmith. Mm. Find out what else he was in there. Matthew Broderick. No. No. Richard <laughs> Dreyfus. Richard No. Mark Harmon. Mm. And Tom Selleck. Mm. I could maybe see Mark Harmon pulling it off after we saw how charming he was in summer school. I just watched The Big Lebowski and uh, what's his face? My, I, I almost like John they, Goodman. Uh, yeah, John Goodman would have been fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bridges can do anything. Yeah, Jeff Bridges would have been okay. Think about Starman. Yeah, if they had yeah. pushed more towards like the kind of gimmicky side of it, it or they been, or they were trying to make it like it seems yeah. like more like Tron, where we're really trying to do something different. So yeah. Christopher Reeves was offered it, but he turned it down. Mm. It just would have been a different movie. Like Patrick says, this is just a popcorn. Just sit down, have a good time. If you're going with one of these other actors, you'd almost have to make it more thoughtful. Like like Blade Runner is very thoughtful. I I mean, mean, these are both Philip K. Dick. I'm surprised they didn't try and go for like Bruce Willis or um, uh, what's his face? Um, Harrison Ford? No, uh, Mullet. Uh, Kurt Russell? No, other one. Oh, Kurt Russell would have been Kurt good. Russell, Kurt Russell, yeah, I could see, He could right? pull that off. Uh, he could do anything, yeah. No, who am I thinking of? He's I mean, he did Braveheart. Escape from New York, so. Oh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. I'm surprised they didn't push for that. Mel Gibson, they would have had to be more serious, I think. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm, for I'm the role of Melina, it was Nicole Kidman and Alexandra Paul. Oh, wow. Give me the other movies that actor was in, The Doctor. Uh, uh, he's been in a couple things. Nothing crazy. Around the so. same era. Total Recall, Killer Fish, Arachnophobia, Cull, uh, Almost Dead, The Ripoff, uh, Martians Go Home. Hmm. Um, i trying to think what else is kind of Tango and Cash. Oh, I think I'm thinking of Bill Tango and Ted. Bill and Ted. Ah. Yeah. 
Uh, he was in Scrooge. What else? Is there anything else that stands out to me? Not really, no. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him. He's a bit character. He's distinctive, like you said, Mario. He's got a distinctive voice. Yeah, yeah. He's got. He's one of those guys. Get me that guy. Who was the? Who I mean, all the... of the the side characters are one of those guys. Right. Right. I mean, you got Michael Ironside, Ronnie Cox, Dean Norris, Marshall Bell, Michael Campbell, Mel Johnson Jr. I mean, all of these guys are just like, oh shit, I know that guy from somewhere. There's a whole book of those guys. Yeah. That guy. Jake, what did you think, man? Yeah, I thought it was good. <laughs> that was it? Wait, this was your first time seeing it, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. You wouldn't tell me last week. So your first viewing, what did you think? Take it, Patrick. Yeah, Take it, Daddy. The same it was, question again? It was good. It was right. good, Daddy. Fuck, I hate you. What do you mean it was good? Like, give, us, give, us some, uh, give us a breakdown. Prove to me that you watched this movie. Mario's all, Thank you, you did. Mario's like, you proved it. He's like, not to put too fine a point on it, well, but you did see it, right? I sat down. Uh-huh. I sat down. I watched it. How's Benny die? Benny? Yeah. Benny and the Jets? What are you talking about? He didn't fucking watch it. How does Benny die? How does was Benny, Benny die? Was Benny his buddy from the... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't remember names. What's the last shot? Uh-oh. I don't remember names. <laughs> Benny was the cab driver. Benny was the cab driver with the, sh- with the bad teeth. Got shot. I love that. The He's, trail. He got Double shot. cross. He got shot? Double cross. I think so. I don't, <laughs> I, don't last, I don't remember that last little bit. Jake didn't watch it. I did watch it. Did you it. fall asleep? Is that what it is? Huh? What's going on here? What? Benny died is in a very particular way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Benny's, I don't Benny's remember. death. I was, <laughs> I was kind of like, I was kind of like <laughs> dozing off in the last like five, ten minutes. So. Benny's death gets a pun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's probably one of the most gruesome deaths in the film. <laughs> oh, wait. No, never mind. Yeah. It was the. There you go. Oh, yeah. okay. Took me a second. Okay. Took me a second. Hey, yeah. Jake did see it. Yeah. Took me a second. <laughs> Screw really. you. God, that was terrible. Screw you. He doesn't have a lot of those in this one, but <sighs> no, he does. He does get that one. Screw you. That was a thing. Was John. that a, was that a requirement for him? Yeah. In his contract? Yes. It became. I don't know when it started. Uh, it, well, it starts uh, with. Uh, I'll be back. Terminator. Yeah, and then by the time uh, we saw Commando. It's just all over the place. Well, yeah, because you know? he, I think with him, he knew that for his success in his films, he wanted a tagline. Yes. That people could come up to him and be like, nice to meet you, or whatever. Nice to meet you. Why don't you let off a little steam? Yeah. <laughs> God. Then uh, my favorite in uh, Predator, stick around. <laughs> Got or, to push into many pencils. <laughs> or how about, never mind, my friend, he's dead tired. Uh, and by that, I mean he's dead. Get it? He's dead. <laughs> Get him to the chopper. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what he's known for at this point. Screw mm-hmm. you. And yeah. I guarantee scripts had to be adapted oh, to yeah. fit him. Right. You know, and then on the plus side, he can do all his own stunts pretty much. And mm, he yeah. will do his own stunts. Yeah. He wants to do his own sure. stunts. But you're right. They probably have to yeah. trim those those scripts and going, well, he can't say this it's whole thing. It's a page. serious script. And then they just bring a bucket of puns and they're like, motherfucker. <laughs> bucket of puns. They just call up Bob Hope. Hey, this guy gets skewered. What's a good thing to say? <laughs> ah, that's a good one. How about. Um, <laughs> I have a screw you. Huh? Hey. How about uh, don't lose your head? How that's about, a good uh, one. Stick around there, right? <laughs> They they this, got they got whoever was writing those for Bond. Like yeah, the or, or Bond. Dirty Harry. See, it got to where Dirty Harry had one. Every movie, 
you know, it started with that, you know, uh, do you day. feel lucky punk? Yeah, yeah. And then make my day. And, you know, a man's got to know his limitations. That's so, it. Every movie had to have a catchphrase. You know, they know. This is a summertime movie. It's popcorn. It's fun. Oh, Clint Eastwood would have been great. Oh, <laughs> I would have fucking loved Screw that. But you, you would have seen no, no. more as him taking it seriously and Clint everyone Eastwood? else being funny around <laughs> him. Yeah. Clint Eastwood, right? Don't change a fucking thing otherwise. <laughs> Leave the script, leave the actors, everything mm-hmm. stays the what about, same. So what about 80s Charles Bronson, but everything else stays Or fucking Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, that would have been good. It's funny because Charles Bronson never did any sci-fi. No. He played a lot of tough guys, but he never did they any sci-fi. Only on the Twilight Zone episode. They only said that the one. F word 23 right. times. 23 oh, times? his movie. What's that now? They said fuck 23 times. In this one? Yes. If it was 24, would it be X-rated? No, you can no, say it any number of that. times. Yeah. It was the gore that put it I into wanna, an X rating. I want to watch the X rated version. <laughs> and I they only said, have uh, one more fact for you. Go, go for it, girl. There were plans for a sequel, but it became Minority Report in 2002. Wow. That makes sense. But that's another Philip K. Dick story. Which was also based on. Because they feel like they're from the same world. That makes perfect sense. Because it's all out of Philip K. Dick's head. All those movies, those are the big three. When you think about movies that have been made from his uh, books and short stories. And it's funny that they're still doing it. I mean, like The Man in the High Castle. They're still cranking stuff out of his books. And it's sad that he wasn't around to see it he died when they ha- they hadn't finished cutting blade runner yet he saw a rough cut but but he was all- he had died before it got to be released and saw the big big uh, popularity yeah. of his work he was like young 52 53 and he didn't quite get to see it he had probably had an inkling from seeing that rough cut of blade runner yeah but if he only knew that there's a whole cottage industry of people cranking out movies based on his work or like his work or yeah. like or, his or work. influenced by now him. you get something where they go well we'll cook something up that feels like a philip k sure, Dick, sure you know sure. Uh, so so jake you thought like it was this. good yep you don't remember it you don't remember it i don't remember you thing. fell asleep towards the end yeah God, how could you like the end's the crazy part yeah I saw there's there's a lot of there's a lot of like upside down building things with where the where the air came through mm-hmm. the oxygen. All right, you saw it. What about, you, I mean, All we right, know you, you watched it. it. Mm-hmm. We're just yeah 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 yeah. And then every with the sound down? and then with the sound er, eruption down? from the from the volcano of mm-hmm. oxygen and everyone yeah. can breathe again. Van Halen's eruption. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah. your, just your, the the what Quato right? Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Quato. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, he's supposed, he's supposed to be, to be gross. disgusting. <laughs> he's like a he's like a the twin you swallowed at birth. He is the cancerous concubine that lives inside of your stomach. Whoa! How do you know about him? I just don't know why the guy had to be also robotic. You know, because like, they have to puppeteer have to, him. But why can't they make him like a little bit more out and then puppeteer? He'd have to be laying down on a table with his legs that way. I can understand from a special effects standpoint how why they had to do it that way. Because then he just looks so it was, stupid. The the He's puppet like, was probably too <laughs> intricate for them to have it be like yeah, a pros- because like a prosthetic. They wanted to go for more realistic, right? So, yeah. so it's like was... less howdy duty. <laughs> Can you like not do that thing with your arms? Just yeah, stand still. Just watching him. Anytime I looked up, I was it's like, like no. Hansen. It's like okay, John. Oh count. no, don't do that. John, please don't. On do the that. count of three, do the guy, do the guy holding Quato. One, two, three. It's not supposed to be like howdy doody. Like, yeah, it looks so. I, I didn't do it right. Wait. All right. No, I'm not doing it again. No oh, way. Oh, that made me laugh. No, no, no. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> have, have a live in the moment. That's yeah, Ron, you're right, that's, that's Ron Howard. Remember that? 
he dresses up like Howdy Doody in Happy Days. You know and the who, other kid wins because he, he comes in with like the, the thing on the mouth and he's all, <laughs> and Ron Edwards all, they didn't tell me you could do this. <laughs> <laughs> what about our friend from uh, They Live, not Rowdy Piper. Um, not Rowdy uh, Roddy Keith Piper. David. Keith yeah, David sure. in the lead for sure. um, Keith David in the lead for Total Recall. Sure. Uh, Keith David. The, the the buddy in uh in They Live. The bald he was in the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Keith David would be great. What about Chuck Norris? He's always good. Oh, Chuck mm-hmm. Norris was another one. Chuck Norris, so that your your A level so basically in the eighties it was Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Stallone and then B fighting Chuck for, Norris. for Apex. Then your B 80s action hero. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. And Van Damme yeah. was late. That was like mid yeah. to late 80s. Yeah. But Chuck Norris was definitely in the mix. Yeah. Bronson, Clint Eastwood. Bronson, Clint Eastwood are from another they're decade. From, they're from the 70s. They're, but they're still they're making They're still movies. doing movies, but yeah. they, they're like the gold standard. People were like, I'd love to have a career like Clint Eastwood because he's not just doing, you know, action films. But here's the thing. And he's directing. And then Bruce Willis you throw into the mix because he comes in and he's like, John McClane blows everybody That's away because right. he's right. actually acting. If That's you right. saw him do it, you'd, you'd feel all the heart in the film all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would feel for him now. But this, um, that was different from, from guys like Harrison Ford who were doing you know, Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. where they were doing like that's a different kind that's of a action different hero. kind of action hero. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and if you put Harrison Ford in this movie, it, it's a different feel because he's not going to be doing all the. You know what I mean? I wouldn't like yeah. it. I don't think he'd be playing. They don't like advertise no, for no, 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 no. no. So I don't know. That's it. For me, what's fun about this movie is the whole idea, which kind of gets almost left in the dust. It's all the idea of what's going on here, which they, they could have gone even deeper into, like Patrick was saying. The idea that now what is the reality and what is the what's the dream, what's the reality, and what's the implanted reality? And I think with the remake, they got into that a little bit more. Usually I hate remakes, but I thought that new remake with uh, Colin Farrell was pretty solid. The effects were good. They played it just a little more serious. It's just a different movie. And he's more of an everyman. He's not like a Schwarzenegger. He is like an everyman. He can pull yeah. that off. It's just... It is a different movie. But yeah, like this is a comedy and that one is definitely not. And, but it felt very realistic. All the stuff yeah. with the flying cars and all that, it felt absolutely like it was happening. It was a good use of yeah. CGI. And Arnold already looks like he's this guy. Yeah, yeah. And they like, knew that. How were, is that your dream? That should be. They knew that was a problem. They said, yeah. "How do we how do we approach this?" Because he already looks like, you know, in the script it says that the, he looks like Dagwood Bunstead, which means, you know, like clumsy, scrawny with a goofy haircut. And they say, "Well, that's out the window. How do we make it? I guess we'll have to make him a construction worker because how he already looks like this superhero." Which, by you know? the way, in the middle of like doing work just stops and just says, hey, have you seen the little advertisement for traveling? And No, that's actually pretty realistic. Oh, it drove me crazy. I was yeah, like, can't you just ask just that stop when you're everything. done anything to, take, anything to take your mind off of yeah, your work. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty realistic mm-hmm. for a construction site just to stop on it. Yeah. And I thought the guy uh, the guy playing his co-worker was pretty good because he was just shifty enough that you're going, oh, there's something going on here. He's not just going, oh, yeah, you know, the whole thing with him going, yeah, some guy did it and it gave him a lobotomy, you know? And then he they, they kind of leave the camera on him and going, oh, he's in on this. <laughs> he's some of these, And they did a little more with that, with the Colin Farrell remake. They, the whole idea that he's surrounded by people trying to convince him that something's happening. They got a little more into that. Oh, okay. Everyone just winking at the camera who's a part Truman of it. Show? 
Well, it's more like a it's more like a mind fuck. The whole mind fuck app, uh, sort of uh, angle of it. They go much deeper into that, where he's trying to think how much of this is a memory, how much of this is reality. Randy and, Quaid would have been good. You think Randy the, Quaid? Yeah, not Dennis Quaid. Randy no. Quaid. You think this is a real Quaid? It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He would have been okay as like. Hey, the, the, hey Clark. <laughs> hey Clark, you want some of this mustard? You know the one moment that they do kind of go deep on on those ideas is uh, when the doctor says, "I've been implanted." You know, you're having this episode, and I've been implanted to try to talk you down. Oh, so yeah, take this pill, and I'm going, "Okay, this is the one moment where they're kind of getting into that, like what's real and what's not." And he's just about ready to go along with it when he sees the sweat going down his face, and he's all, "Wait a minute, you are why? dreams don't sweat. Why are you sweating? Why are you sweating?" <laughs> <laughs> the goggles they do nothing. <laughs> uh John, so you you're a fan. You I obviously Um, you know, I'm one of those people that liked it um I liked the first half of it. And when mm-hmm. they get to the planet and it gets a little goofy with the eyes bugging out and it looks like it's in a mall, I always thought the first half of the movie was pretty pretty sharp and it starts to go downhill even this last time I just watched it. It holds up until about maybe halfway in yeah. and when he gets to Mars it feels like a different movie yep. yeah. and what I've heard is that even the script people had trouble with that just reading it they said first half of the script is great when he gets to Mars it's a little little you know not quite as believable a little wacky yeah so here it is after the fact with all the money spent and that's still where it starts to become less believable is when he gets to Mars because it turns into a, just a basic action movie I'll tell you, I hate to keep harping on this, but the thing that just blew it was the the buggy eye thing, where you're just going, ah, come on. You know, with the, it just looks like one of those toys that you squeeze and the eyes go bugging out. You're just like, I'm just not buying this. It's now taking it to another level, and it's not a high level. You know what I mean? Suspension of disbelief no, for the sake too much. of entertainment. No, no, I, I'm the. I'll tell you, Jake. I, there's a lot of John. things I will swallow <laughs> for a for a movie, but that was not one of them. John, yeah. that's what she said. They're, uh, yeah, they're, they're, wow. Popcorn would be one of them. John, yes. they're implanting memories in this movie. You're aware yeah. of that? Right? No, I buy that. We don't know if he's actually on Mars. Either. You know, the thing is, I buy all that. All that I do buy, that they can put a chip in your head and they've implanted these memories. That I buy. But the idea that you crash out a window and your eyes bug out. Oh, what? So you like buy self Like a rat cars? cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> now they're going to just pop right back in. Yeah. I don't know. I know a lot of people that when it was over, they said, that's where they lost me. <laughs> the last <laughs> five, ten minutes, you know. It's weird. We all have a, we all have a point where we... I know, because you're thinking, okay, so you buy the three tits. No problem. <laughs> yeah. like, and the guy with a tentacle coming out of his eye. No problem. But what you got a problem with is... <laughs> How do they have this station the for buffing tin men? of nature and <laughs> physics. How is it that there's a, a station just for buffing tin men on yeah, Oz? Because there were a lot of tin men back then. Yeah, a lot of tin men. <laughs> How is it there's just a room for stuffing scarecrows? I don't understand. Yeah. John, I've explained this to you before. They converted those rooms. It's not just I know. I know. But my favorite line is when you go, okay, so you believe that she gets picked up by a tornado and dropped into a place with witches and elves, but that's fine. You'll buy that. (laughs) Yeah. But you got a problem with a room where these guys are stuffing scarecrows. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Brush, brush here. Scrub, scrub there. And they sing. And they would sing while they're doing it. You know, John, that is my favorite song on the whole... You're like, and a talking lion, no problem. Talking lion with a uh, couple of chalalas. That's how we pass the day away in the merry old land of us. With a ho 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 and a ho ho ho. 
Well, that's a horse of a different color. I mean, yeah. if you hear me at work, it's not too different from. Is that how you sound? Wouldn't that be great? Somebody to get walks me through the door. That's all. I whistle like a man. It gets it gets uh, me through the day. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you should I, have some memories implanted. Everyone's got a different place that they draw the line. And for me, it was like the last five that's minutes. I, that's fine. I just like to see where you're. Where you we go. found John's limit. All right, mm. let's rank it. Okay, John. Mm, I'll go last. <laughs> no, uh, I give it. Um, I give it a seven. First half's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Sharon Stone is your favorite in this. <laughs> well, you know, she's boy, she's good in this. Yeah. I've never. You're looking at somebody who's never even seen Basic Instinct. You know, so I saw her in Casino. I saw her in some other things. Never even seen Basic Instinct, the one that everybody got all crazy about. Oh. But she is good in this, and the, the fact that she's doing her own stunts. Yeah. Patrick, or I'm sorry, Jake. What do you rate, rate the stuff that you were able to sit through? Um, well, the part that I saw. <laughs> uh, no, first, yeah, I agree with John. The first half was really good. Mm-hmm. It was very gripping, and then it just kind of slowly lost my interest and attention. So it's like, oh. it's like seven, yeah. Okay. I can agree with the seven. Uh, Patrick? Eight. I'm oh, sorry, Daddy? Eight. Uh, Justine? Six. I'm going to give it a now seven. Now, for this week, you can't say Patrick. It has to say Daddy. Can you put that in parentheses at the end? Yeah. No, then I'm making a whole other thing here. No. Yeah. I thought Justine was going to go, that'll be the day. <laughs> Justine gives it a eight, six. I give it a, so on par with Casablanca. And I'm going to give it a seven. I'm going to give it a seven. So uh, Arnold did, he when he was punching the train window, <laughs> uh, yes. the thing was supposed to explode before his hand hit it, so he broke his finger. Whoa. And the rest of the film, you don't see that hand. Wow. How about that? Because uh, he got hurt a lot in this film, I guess. Wow. Good old Arnold. What's huh? next week? What is our movie next week, Justine? I did it as soon as you switched screens. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Man. <gasps> Darkman? Look at John. John. Mm. Uh, who's familiar with the Darkman epic? Anyone? No, you've never seen it? Who is Darkman? Who is Darkman? Uh, what a treat. What is, what is what a treat. Darkman. 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 Now, is it one word Dark or two? Damon. One word. Very Justine, you haven't seen it? No. Wait, I'm going to look at it right now. I have see. not seen Darkman. You know what? It's Sam Raimi. Starring this is Liam Sam Mason. Raimi before John, Spider-Man. John, temper your expectations. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's okay. You're getting excited. Uh, it's all right. You're going to get yourself <laughs> you know, excited. That's all right. And then the kids are going to hate it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. It's, it's, it's all right. Get your heart. I know. I know. I put it out there. What about, wear, what about Darkman 2? What about Darkman 2, Return of the... No, skip all the sequels and the TV show and all that crap. We're going to have to rent it. Just pretend it didn't exist. Darkman. I bought it. Let's see if it's worth our three ninety nine. I love it. I bought it. I already bought it. I already bought it. Fourteen ninety nine. What are you looking? What are you making? I don't, that there's face? like a weird part in the trivia for this for a total recall. I don't know why they bring it up go unless ahead. I miss something in the movie. Go ahead. Go for they it. They talk about their IQs. Whose IQs? Arnold and Sharon. Arnold's IQ is what now? Arnold's IQ is one thirty five. I don't believe it. You mean in the movie or in real life? In mm-hmm. real life. I don't believe and what's it. Sharon Stone's? One fifty four. Wow. She's kind of, I don't know why they bring it up in the trivia unless yeah, something in the film. Just something to throw, just throw it out there. And the average IQ is what now? A seven. I hope. Yeah. What is? is the, I don't know. I mean, is, in the Trump be, era, yeah. Is uh, between <laughs> that throws the curve off. The curve is way off. You know, everyone. It's between can, ninety and ninety to one ten. Yeah. Oh, so Arnold's up there too, above average. Well, sure, he's so, got to be smart. So one, so one fifty, so one fifty. Year, she's. Like a genius. He's pumping information apparently. into his brain. Pump it in. Pump like, it in. He's pumping. 
All right, here we go. Question of the week. So next week, Dark Man, Sam Raimi, very young Liam Neeson, mm-hmm. went, Francis McDormand. Mm-hmm. I know a very young Francis McDormand. God, I forget she's in that. Yep. Uh, and Benny from L.A. Law. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Guys, let's uh, talk about it. It's time to free, for you to name your favorite Starship captain. Question of the question of the week, brought to you by Besided Geek Podcast. Check them out. So, seeing who's your favorite Starship captain? Starship or Star Trek? Star Trek. Trek. Sorry, because I was going to change my answer completely. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> Those are two very different questions. <laughs> Jesus. Man, your brain's like working overtime over there. Oh, that's a whole different thing. Uh, I don't want Look at that face. Like, I don't care. You think I care? <laughs> She's got to, why do you ask me these things? It's like, how many toes does Yoda have? I don't care. Maybe that girl from... Three. Um, Three. Maybe the girl from Walking Dead who's in it right now. The girl from the Walking oh, she's, Dead. She's not a. She's not a commander. She's. Uh, oh, I haven't watched it, but she, uh, on Enterprise, I she's like really her. Good. So it's I'm a great show. She's doing a great job. I'll tell you what. Uh, you ever seen Voyager? She's not a captain. She's not a captain. Oh, she she is, well, I don't want to spoilers. I don't want to give you. So she becomes a captain. I don't. She's wanna, my favorite. I don't. She give becomes it. the new James T. Kirk. I don't want to give too much away. Tell me about it. You ever see Voyager, Justine? But I'll tell you what. With Captain Janeway? Michelle Yeoh, who plays her commander uh, in season one of of uh, Discovery, she's probably up there for one of my favorite captains. Wow. Philippa Georgiou. Bless you. <laughs> Patrick? I like Stuart. I'm sorry. That's fine. You can like Picard. Stuart. Patrick Stewart? Yeah. Picard? I like him as a person. (laughs) Make it so? You mean the actor or the character? So he's my second favorite. Okay. I like him. Well, I was going to say Nimoy first, but then I was like, Nimoy's not a captain. I've only seen He was at one point. Wow, that's a fan. (laughs) For a short time. What is Khan's middle name? Noonian. Remember that? (laughs) Remember that skit from Saturday Night Live? Noonie. No, it's Picard. <laughs> okay, her name is Soniqua Martin Green. Mm-hmm. Wow, but she's really good on Enterprise. Her, have you watched it? No, but I, think, I watched her in Walking Dead and I, loved her. I think you would like Enterprise. Even her death scene was like perfect. Spoilers. Oh, I now mean, everyone dies in The Walking Dead. I mean, she's on a new show for a reason. Yeah. Every every character, every character dies. Except in Coral. Dead. Except Coral. You've been watching it for fifteen die? years. You've been watching that for Rick. 15 years. No, I, I bailed after like season four. Uh, the only ones who have plot armor are Rick and Carl. And plot that is armor. it. No, Rick is dead. I've never heard yeah, of that term. Oh, Rick's dead? Plot armor? That's yeah. the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah. Is that a gaming pl- uh, term? No, it's a story term. No, it's just a story term. Plot armor. That so they, they can't die because they're the main character. Luke. Yeah. Uh, he's got plot armor. Yeah, he's. He just, I've he can't never die. heard that before. Yeah, he can't die because he's the main character. Armor. I've heard of the concept, but I've never heard of the, yeah. the name of it. Yeah, it's how Bruce Willis survived. Mm, there you go. Yeah. James T. Kirk is my favorite. He do you know forever. why? Do you know why? Because he's like he's, a grandma on the road. Like, takes forever. Because he's average. What? Fly somewhere. Huh? What? <laughs> what does that mean? He's yeah. just an average man who just throws caution to the wind and gets away with it somehow. Which iteration do you like? Do you like the Shatner iteration or the oh, Shatner. Chris Pine? No, Shatner. Okay. 100% oh, Shatner. Good question. John? I did like Chris Pine, though. He did a good he job. Did, yeah, he did a good job. No, he, he did, did a great good. job. He did good. And talk about a th- 
Talk about a, a no-win situation. You got to step in and take over from William Shatner. Real Kobayashi Maru, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't believe in the no-win situation. That's I'll tell you. That's that would have been tough. <laughs> no. Tough to cast. No, you know. Uh, John, who's your favorite? Uh, you know, as much as I love Picard, I would say uh, Kirk is the best captain. You know. Look, so, a, look, so look at you. You were just waiting for that. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Look, I understand why people like Picard. He's, Except you don't. He's like calm. Picard. He drinks his tea. And he's he smart. Yeah. He doesn't get. He's smart. He doesn't and get. He's he brave. Unflappable. He says, make, he says, make and it he's so loyal. Calm, Unf- cool, and collected at the helm Unflappable. versus Kirk. It's like motherfucker, I'm gonna kill you. Now there is a chance. There's a good <laughs> chance. Now, here's the thing, though. If there's a good chance like, if you're on Captain Kirk's crew, you're, you're gonna, gonna die. die. <laughs> but there's also a he's good reckless. chance. You're also a good chance. You're gonna see him pull off something you've never he's seen before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Did we just fly a starship through a planet? We did. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. great. Picard, You're not wrong. <laughs> they're both their 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 averages of survival are the same, but Kirk's extreme. Kirk's got two extremes, whereas Picard rides in the middle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you if you're in a no hope situation, you'd mm-hmm. probably want Kirk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if yeah. you're like in a completely like, uh, I guess we're gonna die. He's all, well, how about this? You know, yeah. it's like because he always takes it to the point of fuck it. Yeah, he just yeah. pulls like, it. it. We're gonna yeah. do it. Just fuck it and we're, just pulls it out. Of his I ass. feel like if I were an older, let's say I'm an older red shirt, like I've, I've been in the, I've been in the Federation <laughs> for a while. I'd rather want Picard. <laughs> I definitely want Picard because I know that that's Picard. how you got to be an old red exactly. shirt. Exactly. <laughs> There's a solid chance you'll survive and he'll care about yeah. you. Kirk's gonna want to fly. <laughs> Kirk's gonna want to fly this starship through like a, wor- a wormhole in order to get here before yeah. the enemy so they get- yeah I could lose a and third Picard's of the like no we're not doing that there's a chance you'll lose a third of the crew Captain that's a chance we'll take you know it's like well it's like oh thank you for asking me anyway <laughs> what I think about that now if I'm a young 20 something red shirt and I you know I'm I'm, I'm single and uh, I, there's you don't I, have much to live for I don't have much to live for and there's a chance I'm gonna run to a planet full of green chicks that uh, Captain Kirk's gonna let me have shore leave on. Yeah, I want to be with. He's like the you know that's the captain you want. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's a risk taker. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like uh, Kirk is always gonna be my favorite, but there are room for others uh, except, <laughs> except for Picard. <laughs> you make you it hate so. Picard. This is boring. Make it so. Let's he's go. not boring. Let, let, he's let, just let, not. Uh, he's cerebral. He's cerebral. Bingo. He's not gonna like try to put a headlock on a T Rex or something. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah. He's not going to out- Picard will have an intellectual conversation with you about the like the overall fate of humanity in the He's universe. He's not going to beat up his enemy. He's Kirk just Kirk just wants enemy. to bang some green chicks. Man. You know what I, I figured out? He plays the chess game. I, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. It's not even Picard. Kirk plays checkers. The thing about generate the next generation that's <laughs> no, missing. he plays he plays Uno. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Kirk? Yeah. Kirk's playing craps. What are you talking about? He's playing craps. He's this playing is, war. He's, he's literally not thinking. Rolling the dice. Let's see what happens. He's, play, he's it's playing marbles. Dice, yeah. He's, he's playing, like, I got my shooter. He's just shooting craps the whole time with your life. Uh, but the thing about, I, I figured out, the reason Next Generation bores me is that triumvirate of Kirk, McCoy, and Spock, you can never... Yeah, no one's ever been able to replicate. That. Right, right. And 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 I know the next generation tried. That threesome but, is better than. The but other no threesome. one was. Riker was never a good substitute for me. Uh, Troy was never a good and, substitute for and me. Data's supposed to be like Data's, Spock, and it doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. yeah, it's just like interesting character, but you don't get the same he, dynamic. Yeah, Jordy's good, but you never get that. Yeah, he yeah. just wants to be. He just wants to be a real I boy. I just want to be human. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. They really, they really uh, 
got something good going there because that's tough to get three. And think about it through all the show and the movies, it's those three that carry yeah carry the story, and that's why it works. When it works, it's because you got those three personalities. Yeah, yeah. and uh, for a, for a show that only ran three years, that really. Uh, and you squeezed about 20 more years out of it. Yeah. They've never been able to replicate that. Nope. Yeah. Nope. And uh, I think that I think that's why The Next Generation bores me, because they're trying for that, yeah. and it never works. Don't and try. It's like, don't try, yeah. I think after the first season, they're not even trying anymore. They go, well, we got our own thing going yeah. here. Yeah, yeah that's The greatest fine. villain of all time, The Borg. What's that? Assimilate. The Borg is great, and I also like Q. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. There's great stuff on that show. But look at Mario. He won't even give you that. You don't even like the Borg as bad guys. No, it's huh? fine. It's fine. Those are some badass bad guys. Uh, <laughs> look at them. They're, they're no. I mean, there's so when, villains, as in a group, and then there's the villain con. Like, that's a difference, yes. right? If you want to talk about the greatest group of evil yes. doers, the Borg are pretty cool for Star Trek. I don't if think you they're want to evil. Talk about, well, they're I mean, just I'm to... picturing Mario watching the episode where the Borg assimilate uh, Picard, oh, and God. Mario's all, "Yeah, whatever. I'm gonna go get a hot dog." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, but don't just, you want to see how he gets out of this? I just, nah, yeah. nah, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm just gonna. And the, I'm gonna a sandwich. Me at, during that episode, we're going, "Boy, I hope I don't have to see him cry about this for the rest of his." So you have this idea that he does a lot of crying, <sighs> which I've never really seen yeah. that in the show. Get over that it. You think he's emotional? We he's get pretty. It. pretty were, I mean, Kurt I don't see that. Cries more than Picard. We get it. You were mind melded by the Borg. We get it. Your trauma. I know. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know what episode you saw, but to me, it seems pretty. Uh, no, it's the, pretty cold. It's in, pretty upright. Uh, it's you know? in the uh, first contact when he's doing the uh, oh. thing with the Tommy gun. He's going. Who's that? The car does that. He goes ngang 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 like crazy Guga. I do, I do, I do distinctly remember that. Remember he's dressed in the bow tie. And yeah. He's got the Tommy gun and uh-huh. he sees the Borg and he's like ngang ngang. That's first contact. And then he's just says ngang ngang ngang. Is that like on the holodeck or something? I think I don't remember. It's got to be. Beside a geek, please don't look. Yeah, let us know. Is there an episode where Picard really goes? How do you even spell that? I can't even look that up. Let's see. G A A A N G. He does a primal scream. Y. He does a primal scream, and I turn it into. Oh, I see. Like me with the dune buggies, where I'm like, all right, I'm done. Dune buggies, this is the future. That's what killed it. And luckily, that was the last movie. It's like dune buggies. I'm done with this. Oh, you want to see if he goes ngung, ngung, ngung. Here comes. <laughs> you just cut the. Oh, they cut they the cut music it. over. Yeah, they. That's they did that. Is that a movie or an episode? Uh, it's the movie. It's the first contact. I don't remember that. Him in a tuxedo, machine gunning. Yeah, aliens. <laughs> He's in a white tux. There it goes. Mm-hmm. Are they just redoing it? Yeah. Oh, somebody did the... See? Well... <laughs> that, does, that doesn't quite sound like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Same thing. 
that is that your is that your blood is that your blood curdling battle cry, my young? <laughs> 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 Boy, you hate that Picard, don't you? Yeah, I do. All right, let's hear from all the uh, listeners. Uh, Anybody like Picard out let there? Let us hear your blood curdling battle cry on Patrick, Twitter. Out. Patrick <laughs> gave him props there. That's Shout great. out to Captain That's Cisco great. from the Deep Space Nine. I know nobody voted for Cisco. Uh, hey, dude, that guy's a badass. Hey, how about Captain Janeway? And, and, uh, the Starship Enterprise and Captain Janeway of the Starship and Voyager and Go. Definitely better than Picard. Mm, how about Seven of Nine? We found a whoa, planet whoa, whoa. of scantily clad women dressed in black cat suits. Bill Adama is the best starship captain. Bill Adama. No, starship. Don't go. If we got to starship captains, we got to change the whole who, conversation. What do you, then who do you say? I got to go review a list. Like, there's too many good ones to choose from. Ship captains. Bill Adama. Battlestar Galactica. Captain Jack Sparrow. We're talking Star Trek universe here. I'm just, just talking starships in who, general. Who put ships this, in general. Who put this question out? Beside a geek. Okay. So he was saying Star Trek captains. Yeah. He's a, okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So not admirals. I'll no. have an answer for you next week. <laughs> Starship. If you're just talking space captain, I'm to Bill Adama. Watch Battlestar Galactica. And not the Lauren Green. No. Is There's... Hook considered a space captain? He's in... <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. I changed my answer. He's next to the. I changed my answer. It's like north of the. Second star on the right. Yeah, second star to the right and straight on to morning. Come on, everybody. Here we go. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mario doesn't like, he doesn't like Peter Pan. It's not just that he doesn't like Hook. He doesn't like Peter Pan either. You can either. fly. You can fly. You can fly. I was just watching a Robin Williams clip on Carson. And you loved where it. He just, oh, he's he, so fucking funny. Ricardo. He's the best space captain. Who? Ricardo Montalban? Yeah. Oh, Khan? Yeah. FBI? Oh, yeah. How come nobody voted for him? <laughs> Because he exhibits uh, two-dimensional thinking in space. Uh-huh. He forgot about the He also exhibits some severe uh, psychosis. I would, I would go. I would be like, yours Sir's is crazy. superior. I would, be, I would follow Khan to the death. Because <laughs> he was loyal to his people. Like well, he, he, he did not. He was loyal to his crew. And he was yeah. getting vengeance for everybody. Sure. And that's the thing. Got his wife, too. You know. Yeah. Mm. Love it. So Khan, yes. Okay. So your answer is <sighs> Khan. It, I wanted you to know who it was who had beaten you. Ah! <laughs> Buried alive. I'm going to watch that. What is it? From hell. Yeah. From hell's. There really isn't anyone better. I who, stab at thee. Yeah, the best calculated, calculating ah. villain ever. Love it. And when we watched that movie, remember, he was acting to a script girl or a, just Amazing. a blank wall. Amazing. Absolutely. When you when you hear that, you go, now that's an actor. <laughs> you know? ah, con. Good old con. Uh, uh, I've done more than... <laughs> what is I've it? done more than killed you. <laughs> I've hurt you. And, and I we're... wish to go on. <laughs> hurt you. Do you say that to Patrick when you guys are arguing? No. <laughs> is Buzz Lightyear a captain? Yes. No. I love this. He's not She's going in the other captain. direction. Is Captain Hook is uh, Buzz Lightyear? Man, I, I'm going to have an answer next week. I'm determined. Now. How about Treasure Planet? That's what happens. Uh, how about what's her name from Treasure Planet? Yeah. <laughs> the cat with the cat head. Didn't Neo steer the ship at one point in the Matrix? I mean, yeah, but he wasn't the captain. Lawrence Fishburne was the captain. Yeah. What about the cat from outer space? He was technically uh, a ship captain. Mm-hmm. John, why is he Zap Brannigan. <laughs> Zap Brannigan. Oh, Zap Brannigan. Oh, are we Lila. doing Galaxy Quest? We're doing Galaxy Quest. We are doing Galaxy Quest. That's great. 
All right, guys, Apologies. let's wrap it up. We've been babbling for almost two hours. Oh, now. so what, next week it is... Uh, Darkman. Darkman! Next week is Darkman. D- wow, what's that voice? Zap Brannigan. Yeah. Yes. Phil Hartman, the late great Phil yeah. Hartman. It's, 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 you know... You gotta work on it. Yeah. All right, guys, for Patrick, for Jake, for Justine, for John Sandy, we say... A live long and prosper. This transmission ends now. Unity! Unity!